This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we've got some stuff to talk about. We'll talk about local celebrities as owners of your favorite team. We'll talk about uh, the uh, World Junior Championship coming up. We'll also talk about the arms race that is women's pro hockey that's been developing here in the last week. Quite amazing. Uh, and could be really great or could end in a disaster. Who's to say? We'll have to find out for more. All that and more right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. I think the Facebook tells me I have memories to look back on, and you know, sometimes you, you like to just not have those memories. Do you look back on them? Mm, I take a look to see what was what. That's why I appreciate time hop a lot because I can remove memories. I can like scrub my past. <laughs> Take this out, away we go. <laughs> uh, I never want to. In of fact, Will, never show this again. I got one of Katie when she was like two years old or a year and a half old. Nice. And like she's super short. Whereas like like uh, now she's not. Yeah, no. So like this is. <laughs> look at that little tyke. And then today she's like. Five eight. Kind of I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah. Welcome. We actually have the uh, mics and stuff working because we're in our right locales. True story. So, and then Johnny tried to set it back to his, and, and the default was already there. I set the uh, basement back up to normal. Nice. Yeah. I'm a, I'm alone in my house again. You got no one in your house anymore. Yeah. You're ha- you're having you're having your best life. I did figure out that the uh, guest bed was uh, low on water as well, so I'm going to have to fill them back up. <laughs> I just feel like the water like evaporates out of those things at some point. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that and then the pressure and then it probably leaks on the floor. I don't think it leaks on the floor, actually, because uh, the floor's probably, never been wet in there. We would probably notice that. Yeah, there's also uh, it's also all combined or uh, contained in that like little like inside section. I'd have to send you a picture of what it actually looks like in that bed, considering y'all are the only ones that sleep in it. <laughs> oh, my God. The uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins put out their team photo. Okay. And um, uh, Brian Burke is photoshopped. Oh, no. Brian Burke and the guy beside him photoshopped. Yeah, yeah, they're not part of that picture at all. No, they're definitely not. You can see the oof. It's rough. Fine. What can go wrong? All right, exactly. Not like the Black Bears haven't done that. Um, by the way, I, I'm stupid and forgot to protect the uh, what's your jigger? Uh, the posters? Yeah, or the the one poster, the team poster. So. Oh, uh, you didn't put it in the because uh, I gave you containers. 
No, right? Johnny, I did because you know why? I didn't think about it. Ah, oh, come on. It is what it is. You know what irony is? Is that uh, I didn't get any of the cards nor the team picture. Wow. <laughs> Even though I was part of both of them. <laughs> Uh, anywho, what does what does the rest of your week look like? What did you do? You went down to see the uh, other Pitanzo. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. We went down to Manassas for Easter. Got to see the kids. Uh, Harper acknowledged me as a person for the first time. It was pretty cool. Congratulations. Thanks. It's like a big. It's like a big momentous step in life. Um. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, the kids are fun. They've gotten to like a very fun age where you can like interact, like kick soccer balls at them and stuff. And, you know, <laughs> um, they enjoyed is, the, they is, enjoyed the, uh, Maryland 26 soccer ball, Baltimore 26 soccer ball that I brought down. Nice. Harper claimed it as her own. Good. Um, and yeah, outside of that, um, I mean, that, was, that it's really about it. Like, we watched NASCAR on, uh, we watched the dirt track at Bristol on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been sleeping a lot since you I, left. You know what? Jen has too. So. And, uh, and not eating as much, I think, because I've, <laughs> I've gone back into my, like, lack of eating during work <laughs> mode. Um, and, no leftovers in there for you to take from us. Well, no, like, the, yeah, this afternoon, I uh, I realized I hadn't eaten lunch Jesus. at like 3 p.m. Jesus. And I was like, That's well, I'm still time. in a I'm still in a meeting currently, so I didn't actually. So I had uh, the rest of the pizzelles. Um, actually, I got another be- uh, another box. Now that I know where they are. Um, so that uh, technically ended up as my lunch at like three thirty. So I'm I'm fully back into like work mode. Like I feel like last week was an anomaly, and it was a good time that like it it just showed up at a really good time. <laughs> uh, to be fair, three uh, thirty is still like lunch hour in L.A. or California. That's so. true. That's true, actually. For you, which by the way, who in California sends a goddamn meeting up for no- for noon time their time? Mm. Seems dumb. It's uh, it's become a thing. Uh, ever since uh, everybody's remote now, like there's no like, there's no like time set time to like actually go out and do lunch because no one cares anymore. Fair. So, it's like uh, it's like you just have meetings all day long and you try to eat at some point. Like I was gonna cook that pizza that's been in my fridge for like two weeks. Yeah. I mean my uh, freezer for like two weeks, and uh, I missed all the times that i could have done it <laughs> and then i was like well it's gonna take 30 minutes to cook and it's gonna be like dead square in the middle of a meeting that i can't just like take my earbuds out and like walk around to the oven and get everything <laughs> like set up so that i can start eating so your, your mic's on and it just go here beep, <laughs> beep. so like tomorrow i guess that will occur maybe i'll cook it at like 9 30 in the morning who yeah. knows uh who knows? We will see. Either that or I'll just lose a bunch of weight again. Who knows? See? Is that chocolate cake still in there? That is not. I had to get rid of it. Okay. I don't eat chocolate cake. So it uh when it was left, I uh I, I made it so that it wasn't in my house. Fair. Um 
Although you did leave me a bunch of uh, Coke, which was awesome. Yes, no, the Coke and Natty Bell. I appreciate Bo. that. And a bunch of Natty Bell. I was going to drink the Natty Bell tonight. Oh, that's irony in its finest. Mm. I looked in the fridge and I go, cool, I got two beers for the uh, show tonight. Not remembering that I've got like 10 Natty Bells that I like misplay. I like put somewhere else in the fridge. So Nice. <clears throat> yeah, so that's good. That'll be next week. Wonderful. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen did not eat the... Uh, did not eat the um, pop tarts though, so they got thrown out. Oh, Jesus, Jen. Yeah, they're they're not gonna. I'm not gonna eat those. So no. they got they got thrown out. I threw out. I put out three bags of trash in a week, which <laughs> is a lot for me. <laughs> that's like a month for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True story. Well, you know that's what happens when you have roommates. I know. I know. I know. Um, it was fun though. I enjoyed it. No, that was a good time. It was it was cool, and we I, Jen and I both appreciate um, you. Though we might start a, like a a side fund for uh, next time we go up there, we go buy like a queen size bed with her and I <laughs> to get to your house. She's, I mean, we could add a we could add a queen size bed in the guest room. It's just the fact that I don't use it. Right. Well, that's all. just that, that's a matter. And I have a queen size bed, so I'd have to buy like an entirely new frame and everything. That's fine. We we would we would we would chip in for everything. We would we would uh, we would do a fun. I we'll mean, what a- could occur is that I could just get rid of the bread bed that's in there completely, and like use that as like a normal room. And then when you show up, we've got like a queen size like blow up. There you go. That would just like throw out in the in the floor. That won't that won't throw out our back. No, plus it'll, it'll be six inches off the fucking floor. Like, that would be the worst. Yeah, so so I'm sure Stan knows a mattress guy, so I'll talk to I'm him. I'm sure, I'm sure. We, can, we, can, we need a frame, too, though. Yeah, we need, oh, yeah, we no. We need a bread frame, too. All inclusive. He'll get the yeah, nightstand. Yeah, and then I, I need Stan to figure out who can take the waterbed. He'll get the, well. the nightstands, um, and he'll he'll take the waterbed for the kids, I'm sure. They would love that it. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, but no, it was, it was a fun time. <laughs> We we booked it, so we get we get to the house because our flight was literally the first flight out. Like they hadn't opened security by the time we were about to check in. I love it when you show up at the airport and they haven't even opened security yet. So good. Yeah. Uh, so we so we get to my house to pick up my dad because he's got it's his car that we had. So I pick him up and he's lively and bouncing and he's ready to go. Um, goes out there, he does his whole thing and said goodbye. So we get to the flight and um. Yeah, so security doesn't open. It's just a madhouse to get in because everyone's just lined up. You got TSA people just yelling and, and going. It's oh, it's sensory overload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. So, and by the way, BWI parking, again, even at the arrivals area, was a gong show in front of Delta. So Yeah, it is. Uh, even at, at 4.30 in the morning. Our, our, our luggage, well underweight. We could have packed more things, but we didn't. <laughs> um, Damn it! I checked in at forty-one pounds, and I think Jen wow. was thirty-two. When was the last time you were forty-one pounds? Oh God! <laughs> First grade, maybe. <laughs> I wrestled forty-five when I was eight. That was my first year of wrestling. Nice. So yeah, so we could have packed more stuff, but it just like the size didn't work. So whatever. Yeah, that's fine. I got a, uh, I had an Amazon box that all your stuff fit in perfectly. I just have to figure out how to get to the uh, post office out there to make it happen. So yeah, let us know. We'll, we'll pay for the shipping. That's fine. It is. Uh, what it is. We. Uh, it's not like it won't come back at some point. So right, exactly. So our flight to Minneapolis, fine, easy. Um. 
I get to the plane. So the for the flight in, we book because we're Comfort Plus. We're one of the first ones on the plane. Um, we go in. I get my seat. I buckle up. I get my headphones in. Put my music on. Uh, put my head against the pillar. Next thing I remember, we're waking up in Minnesota. Nice. That's Out like the goddamn like I didn't sleep. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. I tried to kind of sleep a little bit on the couch. Didn't work. I was too amped. So slept on the plane there to Minnesota. Minnesota. We had about an hour-ish layover. Um, saw somebody in Anchorage Wolverines gear, which was rad. Okay. Interesting. They're going to Grand Forks too. That's kind of weird. They have no players from Grand Forks, but whatever. Um, so went there, uh, didn't do much. Nothing was really open either. Then we got to Grand Forks at 10 15. So we're in early by like 20 minutes, got our stuff. We look at the thing, not a lot of snow, some buildup, but it was, it was like 41 degrees. Um, is it that though one of the most disheartening things in the world when you show up early? You're I like, did you did you take some kind of fucking shortcut that like nobody <laughs> knew about? Because like, there's zero chance we should have shown up early to this airport. How the hell did we get there? Would you like break- everything's timed out? Mm-hmm. Did we get a tailwind? Did you break the speed limit? What are we doing here, boss? <laughs> so. Um, Jen and I were in different rows on that flight. So I was right behind her, so I was like knee in her and knee in her seat because of the That's nice. those little regional jets. You know, I'm a big, I'm a larger gentleman, so uh, don't fit well in those. No, but plus the, they're like taking a roller coaster at like thirty five thousand feet. I wasn't the most. There was another dude on there who looked like a freaking O lineman who was m- much much more uncomfy than I was. Aren't so, those like, the uh, Aren't those the planes where they have to distribute the weight? So they like move people into other seats so that yeah, the yeah, weight's yeah. like the same on both sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they had to do that. Um. So yeah, and then we got got here, got Jen a little food. I took a, you know, I got my bidet back. Yeah, so happy about you that. You were missing the bidet. There's a there's some amenities that my house is missing as an Airbnb: but queen I- size room, queen size bed in the guest room, bidets. I do. We did like the waterbed aspect of it. I have my body has not woken up that nice in a while, so that's good. That, Maybe that's I just need a second bed. Maybe I keep the waterbed, and when you guys show up, I just get like a second like mattress because I've already got another twin size frame in the house. I just IKEA. I just like throw it together with the the IKEA screws and whatnot, and throw another frame and throw another mattress on there. That's you and Jen can sleep on separate beds. That would hey, not like we haven't done that before. Like <laughs> shit, dude, save money. <laughs> I gotta say one way or t'other. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So that was that'd uh, be fantastic. Actually, you get in that entire room. It's just fucking mattress. It's just water beds. It's just a room full of water beds. No, I don't need a second water bed. I just get like a foam mattress oh, for the second oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we did our stuff. I didn't go to once I went to bed at night, like midnight. I was out. Like I was dead to the world. I set the TV timer on for 90 minutes. I maybe saw nine minutes of what I was watching. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. And then uh, what happened? We went out, and today we just kind of just kind of react. For me, reacclimated to what the hell life is supposed to be like, and uh-huh. got some packages and stuff that were supposed to be here. And then after, like, but the rest of the week, we went up to my birth. Like my birthday was fine. We went duck pin bowling, had dinner with the folks. You and the folks were went to yeah olive tree. I mean that was a good Italian place. It was a good music, a little loud. I've uh, actually never been there. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and I didn't know that there was actually good Italian in this area. The the uh, the heart of North Glen Burnie. 
uh, the olive tree there. Um, yeah, just hung out, hung out Sunday, went up to my birth mom's thing for Easter. That ended awkwardly with the passing of a cousin who was supposed to be there. So that was something. Um, then, of course, the black bear season ended on Sunday, too. Not great. Then Monday, we just went shopping all over the place, went to the Navy, uh, Naval Academy, and uh, they outfitted Jen with some gear and, out, you know, outfitted me with some pucks. And that was pretty cool. It was really awesome. And uh, they showed us around. It was a cool time. Um, and then, yeah, I went to the Lego store on Monday. and Got my little, little, little Lego, Scotty was. Nice. They were racist against guys with, like, just chin-strap beards. So I had to get just to get the goatee as it's not focusing, but whatever. No, it's not. So. Um, you know, I looked at the picture after you left, and I didn't realize that there was a... Um, purely maryland flag with two hockey sticks yeah and the crab underneath it too. and the crab yeah and then you put maryland you see you print the front and the back of the shirt and they have like little things you can put on top of it to layer it um huh. and then you they have a little like tower of like different heads different accessories different pants <laughs> tower of heads yeah so um did all that so that was cool just went shopping, went thrift storing, and all that other crap. So, you had twenty dollars in your pocket. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a bit. True story. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you you giving us room. Uh, always good. That's what I'm Not here for. Spend money on hotels and shit. <laughs> yeah, and we provide. Yeah, yeah. And we provide you with leftovers. So that's and true. <laughs> that's very true. Saving. I got extra food out of it. There you go. Perfect. Um. So there you go. That's it. And now I go back to work tomorrow for two days, and then. Oh. Deal with all the messes that are there and all this other shit. So, hey, well, I mean, at least, at least when you go back to work after you haven't been there for like ten days, you uh, realize how much they appreciate you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and then that will come up in my discussion for um, more so, money. Yeah, exactly. All, <laughs> you guys, you guys say you appreciate me, yet I'm only getting. A menial raise, which is much lower than the raise of inflation. Let's talk about that. Let's let just call me Stephen L. Miles. We'll talk Let's about. Let's talk it. about it. Yeah. Uh. All right. So you should get was, Mark Sterling to be your lawyer. I should. He's good. He hasn't lost a case. And, I, and I'd be part of the Jade brand. God you would. Would. Yeah. They, she brings in money. I want her. I want her to be on my side. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Great probably bench press me for fuck's sake. So that reminds me in like two weeks we're gonna have to do a different night yes we were I'm not gonna have to be here or i'm not gonna be here because i'm gonna be at AEW. we will change that we will do a tuesday show for you Um, hey tomorrow is sean Leahy's birthday hey happy birthday sean Leahy. love you buddy appreciate you you know what i'm gonna give i'm gonna give sean Leahy birthday gift sean if you're out there if you're out there listening um Next week, my gift to you, appearance on this show. That's and a great gift. appearance on the show next week, Sean Leahy. It'll be a good time for everybody. Such a good gift. That's a great, it's a gift that keeps on giving because it's in, in full format. So, and it's on the internet. And the internet lives forever. At least for the next 200 shows. Oh, and I also, I also got this. this oh, you do still have it. That's good. <laughs> At least it made its way there. Yes, this was actually on my carry-on. I made sure this was on my carry-on. This is all the shows from Johnny's computer. 1,000 
and 85 files worth. Plus and a- you also got all of our original media uh, media kit and everything, too. I was I was talking, I was recording with Todd P. Butts last night for our NASCAR show because he has, like, town hall meetings that run till super late. So we didn't record tomorrow, uh, on Thursday. He's like, man, I wish, I wish I still had all the stuff for the end of the draft show because we probably had about close to that amount of things that we've done, even with the hiatuses. Um, I'm like, yeah, there's a proposal here. There's some PR stuff. He's like, when did you guys put up PR now? I'm like, we did a pre-PR to the PR. The That's web- true. That was the beginning of the end, though. Yeah, exactly. That's when we started. They say, fuck it. Um, but no, like that. Are, I still actually. So when I was cleaning out my house mm-hmm. uh, while I was off work for those two weeks, I found an original face off hockey show media packet. Jesus. With like all our bios and uh, uh, articles about how the uh, how podcasting was the future and like all that stuff. Like that we were ahead of our time. Let's 2000, be honest. Two thousand what? Four, five? Yeah, 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 yeah. Had to have been. Mm. It did have a. Uh, it did have the Face Off Hockey Show sticker on it, which I'm kind of surprised that any of these stickers still stick to anything, because they're like. 20 years old at this point. <laughs> Hello. All right, let's get to some injury reports, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I need to pause for a minute. And, and I got it. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Maybe we should run down this with Lyle when he gets on. I'll plug in the USB and we'll get that going. We'll screen share it. We'll see all the fun shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, I'm actually interested. So that one, uh, that hard drive is insanely small for a terabyte. It's like smaller than a cell phone. But it also came with an adapter that is a USB-C to USB-A adapter on the end of that wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is interesting to me because <laughs> I think this one is about the same size. So this is, I think, this might be one terabyte, if not seven hundred fifty meg or gigs, and then this is one terabyte. <laughs> <laughs> but look how thin it is, too. Oh yeah, no, they'll do a, the size comparison. Oh, that thing is beautiful, lovely. I loved it. I, I have one it. of those in my uh, in my camera bag. Nice. Actually. Oh, by the way, if you want to, if you need SD cards, micro SD cards, Walgreen had 32 gig S- micro SD cards. The one at uh, the one in Odington or the uh-huh. one in Crofton for 3.99 pop. Oh, that's nice. I picked up two of them when we were there you uh, go. after dinner after you got your gangster sticks. Yeah, those things were the best. Oh, uh, that's why you got home so late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we stopped at Walgreens. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know why. Oh, I think we were looking for a postcard for Jen. And then we didn't find it till like the last. I just assumed that you had gone uh, like all the way up to 175, like drove back and went to 175 oh, and came no, around no. that way. So. I went that weird ass like go go right and then you have to go immediately left. Um, mm-hmm. Back to three. Yeah, that thing's weird. Um, injuries. Uh, Freddie Anderson, lower body injury. He tweaked mm. something. Didn't look too great. Day to day for the Hurricanes. Yeah, that did not look good. Just had, like he was just down in a save, and the next thing you know, oops, didn't pop. Pop goes the weasel because the weasel goes pop. Uh, Austin Matthews has something going on. 
no one knows what. They didn't COVID. he's day to day, but aren't we all? Tristan Jari, lower body injury, day to day for the Penguins. Ben uh Ben. Bo Horvat uh took a shot off in the ankle and lower leg area, and he's uh, gonna be at least two weeks uh for further evaluation. While Niels Hallglander, core surgery, he is out indefinitely as the Canucks look to uh charge back uh, once again to take the last wild card spot. Dylan Larkin not getting in the playoffs. The captain for the uh, Red Wings has shut it down due to core surgery. So he is gone for the season. The uh, Montreal Canadiens defenseman uh, Michael Pezzetta suspended two games for going oops upside the head on TJ Oshie. And that was egregious. Just went completely upside the head. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm very happy that that wasn't worse. Yes. Um, because it very well could have been for sure. It didn't look too great, but here we go. Um, all right. Thank you. There's that. Uh, I'm just getting something for the other ones. Uh, Oh, we gotta get, I gotta go to this website too. Oh my God, Johnny. I am, I'm back in my office and I'm unprepared, but that goes with the show. Go the show, which way do you go? It goes, no, stop, ad block, quiet. Anyway. Hey, we have a Patreon, Johnny. Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. I love We're going to do a lot of fun stuff now that I have this fucking thing right here. <laughs> uh, so there will be a lot more old episodes because I have no reason not to do it now. And uh, we ha- we didn't do anything with Slapshot 3. So I think we Jen and I are going to take, Jen and I might take the, the helm on that and we'll see what we can do. All right. With everything else. What I didn't add to that was all the Black Bears pictures. And purely because if I did, it's a like literally four years of Black Bears pictures is almost a terabyte right now. Wow. Well, that's good. I mean, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. I have to, get, have to get a bigger hard drive to give you all the pictures. Hey, you're going to need a big, I'm going to need like five of those. You're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contributed. So can you. Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. Uh, a lot of Slapshot 3. And I got this today. And this could be coming up sooner rather than later. National Lampoon's Pucked. Oh, what? With John Bon Jovi and David Faustino. Okay. So, what? The real movie that exists. That's just so you say. Thanks. Yes, it's got it's got it's got DVD art and everything. It might be on hockey TV, but the like the censored version that we saw. Frank Hopper, played by John Bon Jovi, fill out a survey jokingly claiming he's earned millions of dollars a year. He's soon approved. the proud owner of over 200 pre-approved credit cards, racking up $300,000 in charges to finance his latest get-rich scheme in all women's ice hockey league. We'll That's talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Hold on. That in a minute. Hold on. You're supposed to make money in those? I guess. Uh, and then David Faustino is in here, too. So this could be on Face Off Hockey Show Movie Night. National, National Lampoon Pucked. Mark, comments. Is uh, the girl from Boy Meets World or the girl from Step by Step in there? No, but Nora Dunn and Carrie Hughes is in this one. 
Gary Hughes. Yeah. It's a step down for him after Princess Bride. Well, you know, he's the only guy who can speak with an English accent. <laughs> also, Curtis Armstrong, uh, Booger from Revenge of the Nerds is in this one. Uh, special features include Poonanny featurette and Dirty Old Man featurette. Oh, God. All right. This is, <laughs> that definitely was Skinamax. So that will be Face Off Hockey Show Movie Night coming soon to a Patreon near you. But the Patreon topic this week, local celebrities as owners. That's right. We got two new local celebrities in uh, Marshawn Lynch and Macklemore. He had $20 in his pocket, so he bought a minority share in the Seattle Kraken. First off, your thoughts on this move for both the both of these gentlemen. Secondly, why haven't we seen more celebrities be owners? Do you think a hot My, right I'll answer your first right. question with a question. <clears throat> Were they part of the same ownership group, or did they just like show up at the same time by accident? Like, what are you doing here? Oh, wait, what are you doing here? Back for more. Yeah, they had a broken hockey team. He bought a broken hockey team. <laughs> uh, that's a great nice. question. Uh, I don't know if they're part or they just decided, hey, let's throw some money in there. Um, because if it's like, if they just went on this together and someone else didn't bring them together, I am fascinated about how that happened. I agree with that completely. It just says they joined the ownership group. That's all it says. I mean, the video of Marshawn Lynch driving the Zamboni and doing donuts was fantastic. What's even better is there's a picture of Marshawn driving it and McLemore in full gear hitching a ride to it. <laughs> so they are a team. I guess so. So good for that. Good stuff. Um, what was? Why don't we see more? Well, yeah, because you have to think that ownership in the NHL will have to be much less than NBA or NFL or anything like that. Well, so you are seeing it in MLS. Yeah. Um, like Mark Ingram is a part owner in MLS. There's um, Yo Gotti, I believe, is a part owner in uh, at at both at DC United. Um, so there, uh, so there are celebrities that have uh, have gotten owner part ownerships in MLS teams that I know of. Mm. Um, this is the first that I know of in like the top four leagues, I guess. If they're still considered the top four, I would. Well, say. Jordan and well, Jordan bought the Charlotte team before they had to move, right? The Hornets, yeah, that became the Pelicans. I feel like they no, might no, have owned no. money he, though. He bought. No, he bought the Bobcats before they turned into the Hornets. Is that what it was? Yeah. So he and bought Lemieux the was the was the Penguins, but they owed him money because of that. wait, no, the Hornets the Hornets existed when we were in like elementary school because yes. everybody had those starter jackets. Right. The Bobcats came after the Hornets. Right. So when after the Hornets moved to, to uh -huh. New Orleans, they got an expansion team, which is the Bobcats. Then Jordan bought the Bobcats and renamed them the Hornets. Yeah. I Not see. Up. Are they still the Charlotte Hornets? They sure are, buddy. Lamelo balls in there. Everyone's having a fun. How about that? How about that? <laughs> hey, as you can tell, we follow basketball so yeah. closely. Man, listen, we are a we are nothing if not a basketball show. That's true. Ball Considering the tallest person on our show right now is what? How tall are you, Scotty? Like a five, five eleven and a half. There you go. That's it right there. Mark, you see Lego me? Uh, no, but I did. Yes, actually, I must have because I saw the Maryland shirt. Yeah, there we go. Um, 
so yeah so I would think that now maybe this sparks something because we see in in NASCAR too because Jordan owns a NASCAR team, Pitbull owns a NASCAR team, uh-huh. um, uh, Emmett Smith owns a NASCAR truck team. Like I mean, you get you get some of these. I want to see more celebrities. Does Pat Sajak own part of it, or is it is he part of the the whatever the hell group is now? I mean, I he, he's so. a cap season ticket holder. Should he should have ownership decisions. I think he should have them. Actually, so what you should do is you should put part minority ownership on the wheel and you have to be able to spin it and land on that spot. Yeah. I feel like having too many celebrities on the on the board would spell disaster. Yeah. Only if you can buy the vowels. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) See that that's the thing is you have to get the letter right to get that minority ownership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True story. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be interested to see what 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 this op- if it opens any kind of doors. I mean, I feel like Seattle um, being the first to do this though is pretty much on point. Like, I feel like all of the other teams in the NHL are kind of more like old school, I guess, for the way the way they say that. And the Kraken has come in and been like, "Yeah, we're gonna do things the way we want to." Well, I get. I guess. I guess when what they saw in Tampa, with that whole charade, may have turned some people off. When they yeah. had the salt movie guy on there, I, I honestly thought if anybody was going to do it, it was going to be Vegas. Yes. Well, you it know. almost happened with Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer was trying to bring a team to Vegas, yeah. and he would, they would have been the Vegas gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> and just every night was face off. Oh, I'm sorry. Jerry Bruckheimer owns the fucking Seattle Kraken. Never mind. Oh, the irony. The irony of it all. <laughs> He's part of the celebrity group. He's, no, he was. Yeah, technically. No. Well, there you go. It's all come full circle. Full circle. I would love. I would love for the Kings to add some more people in there. That's just me. It's L.A. for fuck's sakes. Get Beckham in there. Do he's Well, they have uh, Beckham owns his own team in Miami. Hockey though, no, you don't need. Will Farrell's part of the LAFC. Hell, man. See, MLS doing a lot better than hockey when it comes to exposure in that instance. Uh, Austin FC has uh, like Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Right. Yes. I almost said the all right, all right, all right guy. All right, all right, all right. Oh, we should play this game: the purchase price of the teams. But so we hit a little prices right here too. Oh, we, got wheel, we got prices right. Be a great well, time. If, if Cleveland got a team, then they could have uh, the guy from Prices Right. Oh, because Cleveland rocks. Yeah, that's true. Drew Carey would be in there. You're right. Um, and they can make things up as they go along because the points don't matter. That's why they. That's how they explain. <laughs> that's how they explain not getting to the playoffs. <laughs> points don't matter. Kind <laughs> of does, Drew. Kind of does, buddy. All That's right, good. So. Just bring all the bring all the Drew Carey shows together. <laughs> I think that's all three. We've done it. Mimi Bobek is this is the secretary and GM of the team. It's going to be great. Um, all right. Let's get to some women's hockey. Not not to be confused with Pucked, the masterpiece that is National Lampoon's Pucked. <laughs> masterpiece. It's like the bend bend it like Beckham of National Lampoon. Exactly. So. We had an announcement that the PWHPA, the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association, 
They're going to have a new league starting January 2023. Six-team league across Canada and the U.S. They will have a minimum salary for player of $35,000 and league average salary of $55,000. So that's all right. That's that's kind of a living wage, I would say. Ish. Not really. Ish. 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 Uh, they will have a new name because the PWHPA is not really conducive for leagues. Um, the, when a formal league begins, a new name will be provided for a unique entity for the organization. Um, six teams, 23 players, 32 regular season games between January and April. Um, sticking point discussions between the Pro Hockey Players Association and the PHF, the Premier Hockey Federation, was the requirements of a tangible plan for sustainable and professional salaries. Uh, the PHF announced this year they would have a $750,000 salary cap and no salary floor, no league minimum salary. We'll get to that here in a second because that has changed. So, you know, we'll, we'll have six teams across the whole thing. Um, yeah. Uh, thoughts on this new prof- this PWPHA league? Um. My thought was that they had to do it mm-hmm. um, because the whole like dream gap tour is uh, has kind of run its course, I feel. Yes. Um, so I feel like they kind of backed themselves into a corner. I do appreciate the uh, salary going up. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, the no floor is what it is. I mean, you're not really forcing owners to. Well, well, well that's that's for the PHF. So the oh, PHF okay. is no floor, no minimal salary, whereas the uh, Professional Women's Hockey Players Association League will be $35,000 minimum for the player. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I still kind of go back to the infancy of MLS and how Adidas came in and said, you know, we're going to give the league... 10 million dollars a year for the next 15 years and that's what kind of kept that whole league afloat uh when it first started so uh it's got to start somewhere i mean and now that we're in the fourth incarnation i believe it is of the uh, national women's soccer league uh it seems Mm -hmm. to have taken off so you know maybe maybe now it works for hockey as well who knows so, Mark, any comment before we get to the PHF re- uh, reply? You're muted. You're muted. Yep, I am muted. <clears throat> so I think see. John covered it pretty well there. I don't know. I, I would love to see it. I would love to. See. So w- women's hockey in the Olympics is arguably more exciting to watch than the men's hockey is. So I would like for that to take on a product in the United States or North America or whatever on television the same way. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think it comes down to marketing and and where people are going to be able to watch the games. And part of the reason why women's soccer started, I guess, getting more traction is because they started putting games on like Lifetime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which sounds to to people listening that might sound like I don't know stereotypical or say, whatever. Those, but it worked. People watch the games. 
Yeah. At least it was on a channel that most people get. Yeah, that's true. Like, they just need to find a niche and find the right channel to put their... I mean, shit, the NHL was on the Outdoor Life Network when it came back after the strike in 05. A lot of people didn't have that channel. Fish racing. Yeah. Uh, So, I don't know. I I think that there is a market for it. It's just, you know, there's people out there that probably want to watch games that can't. You got to find a place to put the games out. Or people are going to be able to watch them. So, in return, the PHF, the Premier Hockey Federation, which used to be the uh, NWHL, uh, said they will have a $750,000 per team salary cap with a floor of 75% of the cap or uh, $562,500 for the upcoming year. Whoa, that's aggressive. For the first time in league history, players will have the ability to come to terms to two-year deals through the 2023-24 season and receive signing bonuses up to 10% of their total contract value. Now, also, the standard player agreement includes comprehensive benefit plans with medical coverage from Aetna, dental and vision coverage covered through MetLife. 100% of the premiums will be paid for uh, will be paid for the players and they will have no deductibles. Players also have the ability to top up coverage and add spouse/children to the policy as applicable. There is also a parental leave benefits plan as a player and a player equity incentive award that allows players to share in the value appreciation of the PHF with greater considerations to the players based on the numbers of years they have played. Championship bonuses to members for the uh, Isabel Cup winning team will be increased by 250%, plus improvements to policies for meals and stipends provided for trips for away games, and players will also continue to receive a percentage of team sales from their jerseys as well. So that was this morning, uh, 20th, for the PHF volley. So that's that's pretty good to have the minimum on that. That's a substantial change. I will say this. If you put the lower cap in and say a 23-player uh, team, the minimum for that is 24000 a year. So, eh? Not that 35000 that the uh, PWHPA are offering. My biggest thing here is that you're going to have two different teams claiming pro uh, pro league you're going to be splitting sponsors. You're going to be sp- splitting a lot of things. And, of course, the NHL said, we ain't going to support one over t'other uh, until you guys fucking figure it out. Uh, yeah, I still don't quite understand that. But. The two the two le- And because, let's be honest, the league right now, the, 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 the Players Association League, is probably going to be in the same fucking spots that the Premier League is going to be in. Buffalo, Boston, Toronto, uh, maybe Minnesota. <sighs> And from there, like Montreal, Mont- yeah, I'm sure Montreal would have a bit in it. Connecticut, perhaps New York City area. So, I mean, you're you're pretty much splitting things in half. If you're a women's hockey fan or if you're a hockey fan of professional ilk, this could be good for you. I mean, you get to see this. It'll be a I'm sure the prices are going to be much more, uh, much more lighter in the wall to see uh, pretty solid hockey there. But again, I don't know this two league system. Has never worked before in the history of anything. Everything's always merged. But the USA, the USFL, it's back. What about it? <laughs> it's back again. Yes, but it's also not competing with the NFL. That's like true. if the if the if the PA's season ran from like June to August, okay, cool, we get it. No, you're running pretty much neck and neck with the uh, PHF. So, and you're going to be in this, by and large, the same markets. 
So I don't know. I just think it's like with the two forces combined, we can Voltron this shit and put it all together. And away we go. We have a better business uh, thing for both leagues. Well, aren't you also kind of splitting talent still at that point? uh, I would argue that the talent has already been split with the Dream Gap Tour because those players aren't playing in the the Premier Hockey League. True, true. So they're already gone. So that's not an additional thing that we're adding to the mix. No, 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 no. Nothing in the mix. Not that we're adding anything to the mix. Uh, I might be adding to the mix. I might get that Marshawn Lynch money. There you go. And go from there. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I want women's hockey to thrive. I think it's best for everybody involved. Um, but I worry that splitting the talent and, you know, it could be splitting the talent because you're, you're more recognizable names are definitely going to be in this players association league. And it kind of shits all over the PHF, which has been around longer and has a better bit. The teams are more noticeable. So I don't know. To me, it doesn't make sense to split it up, put your damn differences aside and figure it out. I understand one of the differences the Players Association has, they don't want to deal with the uh, big money person in the PHF, the chairman, John Boynton, who's made his money with Russian technology. So I think that was their big thing. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but he's yeah. clearly not Russian. No. Well, you never know. Adam Oates is Russian. We didn't That's know true. that. That's what? true. Yeah. So. Forgot it's, about that. It's going to be an arms race, man. Um, This ain't a scene. It's a goddamn arms race. Someone said that once. So what does it really come down to, though? Like, do both of these leads at leagues end up, like, fighting against each other? And then the NHL comes in and it's like, okay, we're going to make one league. Everybody come together. No, I don't think I don't think the NHL gets it until one league is made, until they battle it out. And then uh, Highlander rules. Do they play? Do their winners play against each other at the end of the season? I would like to see that. I would like to see the is uh, the Isabel Cup be the winner of the PWPHA League and the PHF. Chang. <laughs> and then go from there. I'm so confused. I, I work somewhere where there's acronyms all the time. And God, I cannot under, I cannot follow what you guys are talking about. There's, there's so many, many goddamn acronyms. There's too many P acronyms for women's hockey. It's what we're getting at. Yeah. It's just come back to Macklemore quickly. Exactly. Well, yeah. speak, speaking of P... The Detroit, the longtime Detroit Zamboni driver was fired this this year, a couple months ago. And now there's a l- wrongful termination suit oh. against the Red Wings. Okay. Al Sabotka, a uh, longtime guy. You see him, he's flinging around octopus over the ice during the playoffs. It's great. Yeah. He was fired, uh, you know, just unceremoniously. He was there for 40-some years. He was fired because apparently he was pissing into a drain. Metaphorically? No, literally into a drain, <laughs> whipping it out. I mean, into a drain. It's not. It's not like shitting the bed. No, he's he's done that hundreds of times. He literally took his weenus out and then peed into a drain. And a what kind of drain are we talking about? Probably like the grates of the Zamboni area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was probably the Zamboni door. Yeah, like behind the Zamboni door, right there. Just pissing in where they dump the ice. Is this during a game? It doesn't say when. <laughs> I'm going to guess it was not during a game. All right, hold up, oh, hold on. I lied. Here's an account. On February 2nd, Saboka drove one of the Zamboni machines into a garage at Little Caesars Arena after cleaning the ice 
at the main rank. Saboka, according to the lawsuit, experienced an uncontrollable urge to urinate. Now, <laughs> hold on before you laugh, Mark. He has been diagnosed with benign prosthetic hypertrophy, which causes frequent and uncontrollable need to urinate. Okay. All right. Medical condition. Okay. That's fair enough. So give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. The nearest facility was 60 to 70 feet away. So instead, Saboka used one of the drains that led into a sewer designed to handle the ice runoff from the Zamboni machine. There you go. The area is closed to the public and access limited to the all-male ice crew. Okay. was urinating between two Zambonis. New show on Face Off Hockey Show. <laughs> and he was seen by a male uh, employee. Saboka was called into a meeting two days later with his supervisors and HR representative. He was suspended for a week and then terminated February 17th. Come on. They were, the legal team is seeking compensatory damages. Uh, he'd been working there since 1971. Yeah, that guy can pee wherever the hell he wants. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't in public. It was in the Zamboni. It was between two Zambonis. Yes. Which is the is going to be the next show that Zach Galifianakis does. Yes. Um, and they're, also, they're also saying like, discrimination. Oh, God. This is uh, age discrimination, you say? Or? He's 68 years old, so they're saying he put, they get pushed out. Yeah, this is dumb. This is a this is a this is a dumb thing that occurred. For which party? I mean, all around. Let's be totally honest, but like, it wasn't like. It, I, I so here's here's my question. Okay, this guy has a medical condition that's I don't see much pretty well documented. My question here is: Would the team have preferred that he piss himself? Right. It's fair. And then what? Like what? What's what's the what's what's the alternative here? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't understand. I, and I don't it's his sewer. He knows this. it goes down into the sewer. Yeah. Or the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The pipe. The pipes lead to the same place. It's a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine with this. I think that. I think that it was wrongfully. Wrongfully accused. <laughs> yeah. well, Leslie Nielsen yeah. wrongfully accused. Um. <laughs> By the way, that was a great clip you sent, Mark. That was wonderful. Ah, love it. <laughs> uh, draft lottery is going to be May 10th. Get your calendar circled for that. Uh, World Junior Championship is going to be August 9th to 20th. We'll talk to Lyle about that because I think I got a, I got an idea. Uh, Claude Julian named the World Championship head coach for the Canadian team as well as Shane Doan being the GM. Dry- Dryden McKay suspended for six months. Uh, after uh, after uh, anti-doping rules violations. Yeah, this is dumb. From the USADA, he put out a big thing about a speck assault of a uh, of, uh, uh, substance in his all-natural muscle growth drug, uh, or pre-workout or whatever, a trillionth of a gram, which you it's like five bucks if you have crack, like a five-buck thing of crack. Um, so he's been banned for six months, like whatever. He was an alternate for the U.S. team, so he had to submit... So if he doesn't submit, if he doesn't get named as an alternate, he doesn't have to submit. He's not in this situation. He's playing. Yeah. Hey, this is so stupid. So dumb. So he's taking it. He's like doing it. Whatever. He'll be back to playing in hockey. Uh, voila. So. Well, she, he hasn't even been signed yet. So. No. Which is probably why he hasn't signed is because he couldn't play anyway. So fuck it. He'll wait out of his options to the summer. Uh. Another interesting fucking news story. An independent resource or research found that the NHLPA and Donald Fair did nothing wrong in terms huh. of reports 
to the Kyle Beach situation. Interesting. Well, how about that? Yeah. That seems like a farce. It, yes. seems, it seems apparently they had servers go down so they couldn't put out the news earlier. Right. Mm, convenient. But an yeah. independent contractor said, nah, everything's clear here, dog. So. Just when you thought you couldn't fuck up that situation anymore. Boy, yeah, no, everyone's just dropping the ball on this one. It's not a great fucking time for anything. They're 12 years into a six-month apology. Yeah. The law firm of Cozen O'Connor. Oh, no. <laughs> Sean O'Connor did this. Not that there's <laughs> anything against cancer. <laughs> so apparently, Beach's warnings about Aldridge were not addressed on account of miscommunication and misunderstanding rather than individual or systematic failure. How is that not what? How? How is that not use, a systematic failure? Did he use yeah. a different language? Yes. What kind of misunderstanding could there be? I'm pretty sure that that situation is crystal clear. Yeah. Hey, this dude sexually assaulted me. What's that? I don't know what he just said. We'll just flex <laughs> yeah. over it. Right. Fucking Christ. Oh, my God. So congratulations, NHLPA. You fucking did something. Uh, also, wouldn't it have been better if they just didn't like just if that's the finding, then just don't announce it. Well, no, didn't they have to go to a, a vote on whether it was going to be yes, announced? They had to. They had to go to a vote. So Does, doesn't this just make it worse that like we Yes. Yeah, Much worse. <laughs> Infinitely worse. Oh, boy, oh, boysy. Uh, but in better news, Michael Misha has been granted exceptional status in the OHL for the draft coming up uh, this uh, this coming. It should be soon, I think, since the playoffs are happening. Uh, 15-year-old uh, from the Missis- Mississauga Senators U16 AAA team had 16 goals and 43 points in 27, ga- uh, 27, uh, yeah, 27 games. Seems and like a lot. Won an OHL Cup with his team this year, which is the top uh, triple, AAA tournament there, so... Huzzah. He joined John Devaris and a host of others to get exceptional status. Wow, and what does that mean exactly? Uh, he can be drafted as a 15-year-old rather than have to wait to be 16, because 16 is the age limit for major junior in Canada. So he gets the uh, he gets the ability to get drafted early and play in the OHL earlier than uh, others. So there you go. Hi, Lyle. Hey. Hi. You know much about this Michael Mishish character? No. Okay. Right. Well, I wasn't will. tracking 15-year-olds like Greg Swain did. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or uh, what's the, who's the other guy? Ah, uh, shit. It's House okay. Of, House of Pain. Clark Francis. No. House Clark of... Francis. Not the House of Pain. Clark he, Francis yeah. was 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 fucking going to fourth grade basketball games, tracking guys for like NC. Guys who are committed to NC State. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, if Nate Lewis saw a like 15 year old playing hockey, it would take him till he was 18 to get it out of his mouth. Exactly. <laughs> My God, well, guy has awesome. longer pauses than. I mean, half the time, Scotty and I didn't even know if the show was still on. Right, exactly. We had to wait. Then, he, then we told him, "Listen, Nate, you do your own commercials because we don't know if you're fucking in commercial or not." <laughs> um. By the way, speaking of play by play, did play by play on Friday, so. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. I re I re uh, watched the game. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Scotty did a great job. Thank you. Some of it's on the Michael Morelli video, the going out video for him, uh, on the Twitter of the Black Bears Twitter. So, 
check, check, check that out. Lyle, uh, what's happening, my friend? Welcome. And uh... Well, everything's great. Uh, how's the uh, the trip back? Uh, how's the trip back to North Dakota? But it wasn't as bad as we thought. Like, good. the sun had melted most of the stuff, most good. of the snow, so that's good. But it's just lakes everywhere. Like, everywhere is a lake, and all the roads are torn up because we make our road out of graham crackers. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Seems- yeah, exactly. No, well, that'll happen. That's what happens when you get these spring snowstorms. Yeah, yeah. Sixteen inches. And then I guess in the center center of the state they had it worse. Yeah. Lyle, well, Scoop, we're always happy to see you guys anyway. Oh yeah, no, he has been fucking attached to our sides ever since. <laughs> Very happy to see us. He probably bit somebody, let's be honest. No, he's just he's just like, Oh, the people who usually are here are here. <laughs> so um let me hook something up real quick. Hook it up. Johnny, tell, tell, tell Lyle what's in this here. Here's your hookup. An idea. Oh, that uh, that hard drive that Scotty has mm-hmm. in his hand mm-hmm. currently holds every single show that we've ever done. Whoa. Um, except, uh, so I think over the 20 years that we've done four different podcasts on uh, this network, it uh, it's missing, like, uh, I think it was 50... No, it's like 37 total shows over the 20 years. Wow. That we did the show. Neither Scotty nor I had the uh, the audio file for it. Sorry, ah. 57 total shows from the Face-Off Hockey Show. Out of how many shows in total? Uh, 1, <laughs> I have 1,010 shows just for Face-Off Hockey Show proper. Mm-hmm. Soderstrom Bubble had 59. Chesapeake Hockey Week has 153. Farm Report had 58 for 1,280 shows on that hard drive. So you're only missing 50 some odd out of that. That's that's pretty damn good, man. Yeah, we did pretty well yeah. over the years of uh, figuring all that out. Um, but Scotty has all the shows that I had on my hard drive to add to the shows he already had so yeah and i'm actually uploading some stuff to and we also uh found all of our original uh you'll love this lyle we found our original um face off hockey show media packet the like marketing packet that we had that talked about how podcasting was the future (laughs) hey and and it turned out it was the future (laughs) yeah and we, I think we created it in 2004. Wait, in did 2004, Joe Rogan find that somehow? You guys Probably. were visionaries in 2004, and yet people stole your shit, and you guys didn't get to, like... I mean, in, that's normally re- what happens. Benef- get in the, the, the... Reap the benefits. So I found also the... Uh, that normally what happens. The first... Uh, the but first... Captain's Bo- Captain Bosch's pictures are on that uh, hard drive as well. Yes, well, here's the first, like, preview media guide. Motherfucker, where'd it go? Here, here we go. So here's that. I had to fuck out Sean. <laughs> like all of our... Like, oh, God. I, you got to read our descriptions. Because I think we wrote them ourselves, didn't we? Um, I don't know if we did. I, th- I'm pr- I seem to remember writing... <laughs> look at that chin. Chiseled. That is a, yeah, that is a look. Chiseled. Yeah, indeed. Square jawline. Yeah. Don Patazzo has never missed a game, a draft... A party important to the face-off hockey show, and he doesn't tend to do so. That's true. That's very true. Right, Florida, the video of Columbia. There is a re- if there's a reason for face-off hockey show to be there, you can bet he's on his way. 
working. Unless it's actually Laura, did Laura write all these for us? Probably. She might have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Laura did actually write all of this. So, yeah. the best. Well, there aren't very many spelling mistakes, so it wasn't Sean. Yeah. Mark's favorite hockey coach is Emilio Estevez. Oh, that also, it didn't age well. <laughs> also, also is a longtime fan of Bill Clement's mustache. That's true, though. That That's did age true. well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the enthusiasm best displayed when the guests come on the show, giving Mark an opportunity to ask questions that only a true fan would. Yeah, that, that's definitely a Laura. That's yeah, I was going to say, you did not write any of that. <laughs> no, I did not write that. No. Uh, Scotty's main priority is keeping the others on topic at hand. That's true. Ah! Yeah, so. That's true. That's very mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, that's my Google Docs. Don't look at that. There's mostly pornography on there. Right. <laughs> uh, written word pornography. <laughs> written word oh, pornography. Google Doc. Oh, the ringer. To each their oh, own. Oh, Jesus. Cough. Stop it. No, not now. Leave me alone. T shirt design. On a completely unrelated note. Yeah, that's where uh, all the T shirt designs are in there, too. Wow. Yeah, considering <laughs> that I used like Microsoft Paint to make all of our T shirts. Exchange proposal. What is this? Oh, uh, that was CCM. Yeah. Business, uh, business cards, FHM invitation. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Let's the see that. The... Yeah, that, I actually have the PDF of the invitation for that party. Nice. Uh, there we go. Sean Bio uh, with picks. Number two. Let's look. What? 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 What the fuck is this? I don't know. We, we can't see your screen. Oh, you can't? No. Oh. I haven't seen any of that stuff in like 15 years. Oh my god, hold on. Yeah, this one. All right. Um. The fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, Sean. That was um. That was an uh avatar that you made for Yahoo Fantasy Sports in like the early 2000s. Um, and I uh put it in there so that I had a placeholder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, Sean O'Connor. This could be one that Sean wrote because he put O'Connor as first name right on the first one with O R and then E R at the end in the second. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of gems. Yeah, that was definitely my uh, avatar for fantasy sports in the early 2000s. Sticker call at FOHS site of week email. Sean wrote that. Oh. <laughs> this is insert your name. A face-off hockey show. We're looking for uh, new and exciting sites to join our uh, feature on the show. We call Site of the Week. The Site of the Week will be recognized as <laughs> a part of the weekly show description. As that might have been how we started talking to Lyle, though. As well, no, I think Probably. we talked about before Site of the Week. Oh. Any past winners of Site of the Week honor will be able to fill these free 15-minute segments. Okay. That seems like something we totally made up. Yeah, it was something we tried to do and just never got off the ground. <laughs> Shocking. It's like everything else. FOHS Bowdog cover sheet. Yeah, Bowdog that was the a- that was the betting company that we were a part of. What? Have- we had a sponsorship with a betting company? Did we have a sponsorship with Bowdog? Yeah, we wow. did. Wow. And then Bowdog blew up. Yeah. yeah, we did very early on in the be in the uh, infancy of Bowdog. Face-off hockey show, giving Bodog the bump. And a quote from Lyle Richardson here. Oh, 
a fast-paced, insightful, and often hilarious look at the world of pro hockey, a show by hockey fans for hockey fans. Yeah, that sounds like me. Kevin Greenstein here, too. Uh, yeah, we don't talk to him anymore. No, we don't. <laughs> Johnny Final. Ah, it's the Johnny P picture. The Captain Bosch full frame. Look at that. Looking good. I know it's. I don't have the screen share up. I'm just, this is for me. <laughs> Podcasting, who's turning in? Tuning See? in. Yes, from Mike Chapman. E-marketer Mike Chapman explains why early adopters listen to podcasts, and he projects the podcasting audience will hit 50 million by 2010. <sighs> wow. That's it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that's 50 million people doing podcasts. So mm. now it is. Now yeah. it is. Well, your thoughts on podcasting, go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a fad that time has passed us now, and soon we'll be into, oh, I don't know what strange shit we'll be into. I'm old and broken down. I, <laughs> I mean, think about just this show's evolution. We started from a, like, I know we've been over this a million times, but the fact that we were in a garage with just some mics recording the audio and then uploading it like days later, mm. and then later, it evolved later. evolved into, you know, doing it from a, from the studio in Crofton, and then in uh, you know in Sean's basement, um, and then we were able to actually broadcast live, which was a huge deal. Yeah, mm. I guess we did sort of do that from the garage in Lanham as well, because we did get calls from Domino's Pizza. So people somebody was listening to us live back then as well. But you also but, had to be in the in the driveway in order to hear us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then Google we were the first on Google, Google video yeah. Google Hangouts to yeah. YouTube. We were one of the first podcasts to, to really evolve into that. And then now video podcasting, you know I feel like that was the beginning of of stuff like Twitch, and and gamers talking directly to their fans while they're playing their games and stuff like that, right? I don't know. I I was actually thinking about this today. At some point, we're gonna be sitting around the virtual space in the metaverse, probably doing this show in like five to ten years. Is that what we're technically doing now? Well, if you if you I mean, turn we on know the... VR headsets and then we can like be sitting there yeah, like hanging out. I don't feel yeah. like like you're looking around and looking at you guys. I mean, Scotty <laughs> sitting in trains, but you know, neither here nor there. Yeah, like now we're I... sitting around a room together. See if we do this. <laughs> if we do this, now we're sitting around in a room. Now we're at the tiki bar. Yeah. Now we're at the tiki bar. <laughs> there not, we go. Again, not looking at each other. No, right. Just completely uh -huh. not looking. No, other. I'm looking at at Johnny, and now I'm looking over at you too. Hey. A bit creep. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went out of frame. Scotty went so <laughs> Lyle went so far his face left. <laughs> oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of lot of stuff. Our our original demos on here too. My God. Yep. It is. What was our ad rate? Let's look at X. Oh no, these. Oh, these were all the companies we called or we wanted to call. Um, there are a lot of random files that I still had on. Even, my all right, so okay, hold on. So we have a uh, a list of sponsors we thought would be good. A lot of them are still around today. Okay. Um, Best Buy is one of them. Mm -hmm. Apple. <laughs> Just because Sean lives around a corner from a Best Buy and he wanted <laughs> them to give him free shit. All right, yeah. So we have a lot well, of baseball collectibles. 
I mean, we we went there often. Yeah. Between there and Radio Shack, we should have owned stock. Uh, so here are the companies: A and D Baseball Collectibles, AJ Sports World, Apple, Beckett Hockey, Best Buy, Canadian Sport Collectors, Collectibles of the Game, Cyclone Tailors, um, Dave and Adams Card World, which is still around today, Epuck, which I don't think is around today. Frameworth, Frozen Pond, Grandstand Sports, Hall of Fame Memorabilia, Hockey Giant, Hockey Monkey, Hockey Now, Hockey One, Ice Jerseys, which we actually did have. We did. We had a giveaway there. In the Game Trading Cards, Kemp's Hockey, Let's Play Hockey, Nike Canada, Players Arena, Pro Sports Memorabilia, Red Bull, River City Sports, <laughs> Red Bull is Beverages, smart. Southwest Airlines, SportsGearHockey.com. The Goalie Crease, The Hockey Shop, Top Shelf Hockey Pins, Under Armour Canada, Upper Deck, USA Junior Hockey Magazine, and Zephyr, he- Zephyr Headwear. Wow. It's an initial list that we put together. <clears throat> I still have the um, hockey um, Under Armour prototype shirt that they sent us. The one that had the uh, like rubber little like pellets on the shoulder. Uh, and on the elbows to keep your pads in place. I have that. It's upstairs in the guest room. One year was $3,000 a year. That's fucking giving it away here, on, ladies and gentlemen. Sponsorship opportunities are available now for Face Off Hockey Show. Your business interested in it? Good, good move for your business. Um, yeah, Face Off Hockey Show at gmail.com. We'll give you a year of sponsorship for $3,000. bucks. let us go. Let's go. Oh, Make it happen. fuck are you waiting for? I mean, we have Lyle Richardson on the show. He knows He's hockey. Hanging out here. He's been here for 15 minutes. Hasn't said a word. I've been, uh, here, for, I've been here for 20 years. Never said a word. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Well, Lyle, let's get your thoughts on something uh, uh, not, not so great. But you were, you were someone who, in, his hey, in this player's heyday, you saw him. Mike Bossy, unfortunately, mm. passing away. What yeah. a natural goal score this guy was. Holy shit. He was the just the greatest goal scorer that I ever saw. I mean, with all due respect to to Ovi, and you guys know that, hey, I, you know, I I think very highly of Ovi, um, but Bossy was just unbelievable. I mean, fifty goals right off the bat, you know, in in his rookie season. Um, Nine straight seasons of 50 plus goals. Not even Gretzky did that. Gretzky does have Gretzky is tied with Bossy for the most 50 goal seasons, but only Bossy did it nine straight seasons in a row. And if 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 it hadn't been for a back injury, you know, because that's what cut his career short. Uh, man, I mean, you know, he he probably would have had at least three or four more after that. I mean, he was just an, an incredible talent. Um, he was, you know, one of the core guys behind that, that group of, of, of players that made the Islanders the last true hockey dynasty, because by any measure of a true hockey dynasty, it's, it's three championships in a row. They won four, uh, you know, they, they went to the final five times in a row. Um, but bossy was just a, a, a key piece of that. And, you know, one of the cleanest players in the game. Uh, I believe he won the Lady Bing Trophy three times. He won the uh, the Consumite Trophy in 1982. The only reason he didn't get as much recognition as he should have gotten was that he played 
<clears throat> excuse me. He 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 came into the league at the time when Guy Lafleur was the premier superstar, and then Wayne Gretzky took over, you know, Lafleur's crown. And so those two guys kind of really overshadowed Bossy during during his career, and that's why he didn't get, I think, why he didn't get as much recognition as he should have gotten. But he was unquestionably one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. And, um, you know, the thing that pisses me off um, is, you know, the Montreal Canadiens could have had him. The Montreal Canadiens had the rights to could have drafted him, but they passed up on him because and he wasn't the only team that was going he to pass up French. on him. They they pardon me because he doesn't speak French. He's he's from Quebec. He speaks <laughs> oh, French. Dude. Sorry, seriously. That's why they had first dibs on him. Yeah. Wow. But they passed up on him. Several teams passed up on him because he had that there was this this stupid reputation came out that that yeah, he's yeah, he's a great player because he played in the Quebec Major Junior. And at that time it was just like, yeah, sure, he's scoring all these goals, but it's a soft league and he's not a physical player, and we don't think that he his his offensive skills will translate well over into the NHL. And, you know, boy, were they really wrong, you know. But, you know, the Canadians' loss, and for several other teams, their loss was the Islanders' game because I don't think they win four Stanley Cups in a row. I think they would have struggled to win one Stanley Cup without Bossy. So, uh, again, uh, just uh, an awesome talent. Uh, You know, I know he was 65, but still gone too soon. Uh, passed away from lung cancer and now, you know, less than a week later, uh, we hear Guy Lafleur, uh, is, is also battling, uh, lung cancer as well, a recurrence of his lung cancer. And, um, I really hope that, uh, I'm not going to be sitting here in the next couple of weeks, um, talking about Lafleur in the past tense, because that one will hit really close to home for me uh the way that bossy's passing hits really close to home to to islanders fans um and this for for the islanders fans this has been a this has been a rough a rough past uh, season because uh clark gillies another one of their hall of famers another one of their core guys from that thing he he passed away jean potvan who the you know the uh the uh, brother denny uh he he his final two seasons were with the Islanders and they won two Stanley Cups. He he just passed away a few months ago. And now Mike Bossy. Um, so it's it's been a pretty grim year for for Island a grim season for Islanders fans. And uh yeah. Um it it, it kind of sucks, guys. I'm at an age where uh, a lot of the a lot of the the big players from from when I grew up, they're starting to go. They're starting to go away. They're of that age now. And uh, it kind of sucks to start seeing pieces of your childhood disappearing. But anyway, that's that's the way it goes. So anyway. Yeah, I feel like there's multiple stages of that. And unfortunately, this is the stage, you know, the one of the more final stages uh, of that. But, you know, it's when you're too old to be a professional in the sport that you love. Right. All of the best players in the world in the sport that you love are younger than you. Mm. You know, 
the the head coaches that are winning championships are are younger than you. Yeah, <laughs> is one of the next stages, right? People that are retiring from the game are younger than you. Um, when, and then when you remember watching an entire player's career. Yeah. 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 So uh, when Bobby Bonilla stops getting paid. <laughs> We still got a long way to go for that. Long way to go here. <laughs> yeah, the same as uh, yeah, that's the same for uh, the uh, the Buffalo Sabers and Christian Erhoff. <laughs> they're still paying him. They bought him out. Oh Christ, eight years ago, they're still paying him. I think they got another three years to go before they're done paying him off. It's not Bonilla Land, but it's it's that's the NHL version of it. Boys, I found. Oh no. Oh, found- no. I didn't realize that Bossy's career was as short as it was. Yeah. Yeah. It, as I said, cut short because of back injuries. He absorbed a lot of punishment, um, you know, because it was all from, you know, being cross-checked in the back, hit in the back, just constant. Um, and it finally just took a toll and his, his back finally broke down. But, you know, and it, and it was quick. Too. I mean, he played and played and played and played and played. And then all of a sudden, I believe it was the 86, 87 season, I think, is that's when his, his back started to go. And that was that was when his uh, his 50 goal streak got cut short. And then he retired after that because his, his back just couldn't handle punishment anymore. So, uh, yeah. But then he went on to uh, he had a very successful uh, post uh, post playing yes. career, uh, you know, uh, especially into broadcasting. And uh, he'd actually spent the last several years uh, as a uh, as a hockey commentator for uh, TVA Sports at a Montreal. So, um, yeah, which is, of course, was was where he uh, he lived and where he spent his final years. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, pipe, let's let's pipe it up a little bit. And this one, yep. Jen, Jen brought this up. Thanks, Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right, boys, the ticket prices are out. The ticket prices oh. for the Coyotes are out. <laughs> uh oh. I saw it, but I won't ruin your bit, please, Scotty. Here we fucking go. Oh, I like no. the world, please. I haven't seen it. Glass seats, row A. Fourteen thousand dollars a year per game, four forty-five per game to sit on the glass. <laughs> Center right. club level, which is behind the benches, nine thousand eight hundred for full season, three hundred a game. Center ice premium, which is b- above the penalty boxes, full season seven thousand one hundred seventy-five per game, two twenty. Attack zone side twice. There's two sections of that on either side for total. One eighty-eight per game, or six thousand and sixty-eight dollars for the full season. Attack zone once, which on the other side, where the attack only once, five thousand six hundred fifty-eight dollars. So it's not just a clever it's name. Not just a clever <laughs> name. One seventy-five. So apparently, one period of play is worth thirteen dollars. Goal line, which is behind the net of where they attack twice, one hundred fifty a game, or four thousand seven hundred and fifteen dollars for the full season. Or the den. The but den. what they also didn't tell you though is that you are the gold judge as well if you sit in <laughs> yeah. the seats. So I'm assuming the den is this part up here, this brown part up it's here. Piney Orchard. We're not yes. seeing anything, Scotty. We're, We're seeing just seeing anything. ourselves in the tiki, tiki bar. bar bud. <laughs> what the hell? This is I'm like seeing all, this I'm is, seeing it. I, I switched yeah, I, I switched the view back. I can't see it. I yeah, got, I you, just, you might have I, to switch your view back on your own, back to grid view. I was seeing it. Uh, all right, I'm back in grid view now. Lyle, are you in grid view? No. 
Okay. Top, top right, right corner. corner. View top button. right corner. Ah, there we go. Okay. Gotta help. Gotta help the old guys out here. All oh. right, now we can all see. All right, all right so here we go. Oh, there we go. Uh, so here, like you see that. this now. Yes. Glorious. Okay. So I'm assuming that this portion up here is above the is the den part. I mean, it's, a, it's the right color. Yeah, so that's 110 a game, or $89 a game for full season at 3645 these are absurd fucking prices for the new arena for the Coyotes. Well, time out. Okay, so hold on. Hold <laughs> yeah. on a second. Go ahead, John. Go, go, go. First of all, you, there's only a lower bowl. Yes. <laughs> so there is no upper deck in this situation. Correct. And in that scenario, $150 a game to be in the 100 section is actually kind of probably on par. Sure. For, I mean, for, I for an NHL are, team, not for a college team. I don't think that outrageous. If we looked at other, if we looked at other sections, like other lower bowls only, I I do appreciate that they got like a stage section behind one of the goals where there's nobody sitting. I don't sitting. understand what this is. That's where the Zamboni comes in and where you can pee in the grates. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's the men's bathroom. So, so uh, here's my question. Center Ice Club, what's the asterisk? Oh, it includes club access and food and beverage. See, I pay the extra, oh, Jesus, $80 a game. Mm, that's that's oh, hefty. So Between steep. Center Ice Club steep. and Center Ice Premium. Yeah, so the, that's steep, Mark. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. I don't think this is that far off. I think it sounds like a lot, but when I you take into the account cool, that they there's no upper deck... And also think about all of the Arizona. So there's only so many seats in this arena, right? And you still have to cater to businesses and people that are giving tickets to clients. And there's no, there's no box seats here. So I I would, I would wager to guess that most of these season ticket packages are going to get bought up by businesses, not people. Are these black areas, not club seats? I, I think, I think these these areas here, the gray areas, the gray areas, not this back gray here. No, that back gray area is uh, is concourse. Okay, so this is like the standing. That's where room. the running track is. It would be twenty twenty dollars a piece. <laughs> That's uh, standing room. Yeah, when they when they get to the Stanley Cup playoff, this slate gray is the club boxes, I do believe, or club seats. What is that uh, white area above one eleven? Is that the press box? Uh, no, the yeah, the press box is right here. Yes. Gotcha. So they're only expecting <laughs> a 15 Fif- people in the press. Yeah, 15 Yeah, there's 20. like 12 people that can fit in that, it looks like. <laughs> Who the fuck is going to these games? Who's going to pay that money to go watch that shit show? I just told you. Wait, it's going to be businesses. By the can, way, yeah, this is just based on if you buy per season ticket. They have not released single sale ticket prices yet. Well, so that's what isn't that per the per game off to the right hand no, side there? Per game no, per package. It's just oh, a Jesus. that's just a division. Yeah, because the half season's based on forty games, uh, or twenty games. The full season based on forty one games. You know, you must really hate your clients if you're going to hand out tickets to Arizona Coyotes games. <laughs> Jim, you're in Arizona. Oh, yes, we're having business. We're going to conduct business. Blah 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 blah. Here afterwards, why don't we all go out for dinner and drinks, and then we'll take you in a Coyotes game gratis. Yeah. Here's the thing, Jim. We've uh, looked over your review. We have uh, seen your performance. And who are two tickets to the Coyotes game? Oh God, no! 
No, I, boss, I can do better. Like, I can no, it's I, okay. I can do two hours it's a okay. night. Don't You're going to be sitting there. in the den. Yes. It's basically Piney Orchard. In the den. Nobody will even know you're there. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> That is a good I think we got this deal uh, closed, uh, Jake. Uh, I think uh, let's toast ourselves. Uh, we'll take you out to a Coyotes game. Wait a minute. I thought you. I thought you liked my presentation. I thought you said this was a done deal. What? What the fuck is this? What? What is this? <laughs> oh. What is this? Do I look what? What? Well, you think my company's chopped liver to you? You? You can't give me t- t- tickets to the Diamondbacks? The hell? What is this? What is this? Well, it's the oh. middle of winter. The Diamondbacks don't play. So, this is the only sport you've got. This this is what I would rather go watch your fucking high school fucking bowling team than go and watch the Coyotes. <laughs> well, just wait, because the Sun Devils play in the same arena. There you go. <laughs> By the way, I want to say this. A lot of people are are bringing up college kids can't afford that. Well, they're not, they're not marketing towards college kids, you fucking idiots. Yeah. First are we off, serious right yeah. now? This yeah. is why I hate Twitter. Oh God! There's a lot I mean, of reasons one of to the, hate Twitter. One of there the, you go. Okay. Well, I, I, I mean, it's. A, I'm it's glad a, you clarified. The reason that. I hate Twitter is effectively like the uh, list of Chris Jericho holds. So yeah. <laughs> so you're so on the list. Someone brings up a good point here, saying season, season tickets were never aimed at college students. Correct. College students are going to be paying 15 bucks, uh, bucks a game, uh, day of on resale markets. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's the question, though: How many season tickets are you going to sell to this? How many, like? If if we're going to be realistic here, even if corporations buy these tickets, how many are going to buy? Like how, how? What kind of reasonable level are we looking at here? And if season tickets are supposed to be discounted, because you know you pay this amount for the full season, you kind of get quote unquote discounted games. How many are these season single tickets going to be day of if they're not swooped up by season ticket holders? So Scotty, let me answer your first the the business related question, Thanks. and Mark's I'm pretty sure that John John would be the authority on this, but I'll go ahead and take Mark, it. You're a former season ticket holder. Most yeah, of most of these corporations that buy season ticket packages are able to write them off as marketing, True so it story. doesn't really matter. Fair. True story. They're just looking for a tax break. But is that not worse? Because you know half these people aren't going to be at these fucking games. They don't give a but shit if anybody they, uses the yeah. ticket. Bingo. It's worse for the Coyotes at that point. And that's like, what I'm saying. It's worse for the team. I'm more. I'm. I'm looking at the team wise. I'm not looking at the business wise. I understand that they. Yeah, run. the businesses don't give a shit if people yeah, actually yeah. use that's, the tickets at that point. I don't know, man. Like this, fucking Christ. Like this is just for the common man, baby. That's hard times for these. Tickets. Hard times. I mean, I. I don't know. I, I I feel like you could probably get these tickets on StubHub at like fractions of these prices um, at some point. But, you know, like, so, Mark, your tickets were Upper Deck. Caps right? on tap? Are you talking about season tickets or caps on season tap? Season tickets. Yes, Upper Deck. How, uh, how much per game, if you remember, were your Upper Deck tickets that when, don't exist in this arena? When I originally, so Brandon and I originally got a pair of tickets, a pair of seats up in like 403 or something. And they were, they were pretty high up, almost as high up as you can get. How high are, well, uh, and I believe we originally paid 800 for the season. And that was back in 2008. So that was just after Ovechkin. That was the year after the Caps made the playoffs for the first time. All right. Because we bought in order to get playoff tickets, we had to get season tickets for the next year. And we were like, yeah, sure. Why not? Sounds good. 800 bucks. And then little by little, 
as the team got better, of course, the season ticket prices went up for the same seats. We eventually moved down a little bit further to row F in section 407, still which is the where end. they are today. And even still, I think, and I don't know what the season tip, when I stopped paying and going to games, it was at like 1400. So if I had to guess, it's probably like two grand to sit in 407 row F for 41 games mm-hmm. in the upper deck, in the upper deck, six so, rows off of the quote unquote glass in the upper deck, which are good seats. You can see a yeah. lot from there. Yes, absolutely. How comparable is that to the den where we're looking at 3650? So right if, if you were to zoom out further from this view <laughs> of the ice, uh, I'm going to guess that our seats compared to this were probably God, we around. So you see where the number 300 is on center ice club all the way to the right hand side, right hand column there. That's probably about where our seats were. Compared to the ice, where the literally the number three hundred is on the chart underneath of it. <laughs> no, three hundred, three hundred. There you go, right there. That's that's pretty that's much where our seats where are. Your seats are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe more I feel like weird. everybody should have seen this coming. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, you're right. Yeah. You have no idea how economics work, and maybe you shouldn't be part of. Like, you know, well, we we mentioned the fact just, that in order for the coyotes to pay into their fair share of the war chest or whatever, they're still going to have to make a certain amount of revenue yeah. off of ticket sales. You know, they're not just going to get a free handout from the NHL. They're going to have to make their own money. No, they've been doing it for 12 years. Yeah. By the way, uh, 2,500 is what is being paid now for that same section. Mark. Oh, 2,501. Impressive. 61 bucks so for uh, another thousand dollars you could be sitting in the den <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's but that's half season that that's full season i calculated you can sit for the den that much half season i mean let's be honest yeah. nobody's gonna put together more than half season also and maybe this is just me um the 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 first row of a fucking hockey rink it should not be your most expensive because those are the worst fucking seats <laughs> I mean, they're the worst for us. Everybody else loves them. I, I can't stand. Like, if you gave me any seat in a hockey arena, it would quite literally be the last row in the upper deck. Uh-huh. And the reason is because I'm short. And I would like to stand the entire game so that I can see over people. But I enjoy sitting in the upper deck because you can see all of the ice. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like sit- Well, okay, I'll take that back. I take pictures at ice level. It's really hard to watch a hockey game at ice level. <laughs> Absolutely. So, in comparison to the Caps, because um, we'll use the Caps, I'm sure we can use another one uh, as discretionary. We might the as caps, well just use the Caps. Yeah, might as well just use the Caps. The goal line area, this Burgundy area here. I'm Ron Burgundy. Forty-seven fifteen for the uh, for the Coyotes. How much do you think it's for the Caps? And again, probably a longer aisle way too. Yeah, it's probably a longer run. That to effect. How much do you think it's the same price for the Caps, Johnny? Oof. 41 games. Uh, damn. I kind of feel like it's more expensive, but I don't feel like it should be. So I'm going to go four grand. Mark. I was going to, I'm, I'm leaning with my gut. John's not trusting his gut. I'm going to go six and a half grand. Mile. 
I'm going to jump into that sweet spot there and say uh, 5,100. $1. $5,904. Oh. Wow. Ooh. That attack zone area. Ooh. All right. Then this doesn't look as bad now anymore. No. <laughs> they got to charge NHL prices and try to make some money here. I mean, you know, it's it's a farce. It's stupid. It's ridiculous that it's come to this. But they had... But, and yeah, everybody's gonna gonna just you know Don't. have a lot of fun uh, justifiably at the Coyotes' expense for this, considering the burn they're gonna be playing in for the next three years. I feel sorry for the players, I really do, mm-hmm. but um, because they're gonna be the continue to be the butt of the jokes here going forward. But this this is just a fucking farce. This is ridiculous. You know, there is only there is only one way for the Coyotes to shut those jokes up. Win and that's to win the whole fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go major league on they, the they have to. They have to think about these people right here. They have yes. to think about Austin Matthews. Don't don't stop believing. The hop house. Dream. That's gonna be that's gonna be Austin Matthews and and his wife in in three years time. You know, before game time, before he he gets in, you know, getting I mean, he's the even old... got a Toronto Maple Leafs uh, hoodie on. Yeah. Well, he's not going to completely forget where he came from in his pro yeah. career. You Plus, know. Fr- it's free clothing. Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, he's got a shit ton of Maple Leaf swag. He's going to be dragging back to Arizona when he signs with them in three years' time. He's in front of the old logo fountain. Yeah. Everyone's having a great time. Everyone's I mean, smiling the, and happy. The The Arizona State thing is just a bridge deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. just uh, the Coyotes yeah. are just waiting for a better deal. Yeah, three-year bridge deal. You're right. You're right. Absolutely right, John. It's a three-year bridge. Then, deal. Then, then they become unrestricted free agents, so they can move to Houston. I think we have to remember. <laughs> we have to remember that whenever we're on Twitter and uh, the, uh, the the whole issue, the Coyotes comes up and people bitch about their barn. We just have to say, hey, they're just on a bridge deal. You know. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, though, when you look at anything in a vacuum. Like people are looking at that. Why would like, I want to look yeah. at something in a vacuum? And it suck looks my eyeballs bad. out, man. No. <laughs> when, well, I mean, so uh, deep thought. When you're cleaning a vacuum, you become a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> All right, I like it. Boom. Um, Nicely played. But whenever you look at something individually in a in a vacuum like that, like it looked bad. But when you take the same amount of data and you look at other teams it's really not that awful they're still going to be charging some of the lowest ticket prices in the national hockey league they they are right now for fuck's sake yeah that's what i was i was going to say how do these prices compare to what they're charging yeah currently? because yeah i'd say they're they're probably comparable i don't have them in front of me but i i do know that they charge the the lowest because as 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 we've talked about before and as i've explained before each each nhl team charges what their market will bear that's why you know, it you you basically are giving away your firstborn if you want to go watch a fucking Leafs game, and you can you know you can at least just pay reasonable price to go watch the Arizona Coyotes in their five thousand seat barn starting next season. I feel like you could fly to Arizona, get tickets, and watch the Leafs play in Arizona for cheaper than watching them in in Toronto. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. And it would be yeah. yeah. You, you know, and I I. I I already know the answer to this question, I think. Uh, how many season ticket holders currently for the Coyotes are going to have access to these season tickets at this I'm sure this is what facility? Season ticket holders. I mean, everyone should. <laughs> Wait, were you saying plural 
season ticket holders. Yeah, there's meaning three. thinking that there aren't there's more three than of one. That makes it plural. <laughs> it's Jim and Nancy, Steve and Bill down the street. Oh, so they added one this year. Yes, Bill down the street. He just moved here. Yeah, he was a Leafs fan. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, in comparison, uh, the Ottawa Senators. Uh, this is in Canadian dollars too, so use it for what it will. Um, the visiting end, which the attack twice side, if you're a Coyotes fan, which is currently at, for a full season six thousand sixty eight dollars for the Coyotes, mm-hmm. currently is five thousand three hundred and forty six Canadian dollars for the Senators. Wow, that's a that's a, deal. a steal. Yeah, here's the, here's the the official twenty twenty two NHL fan cost index. Uh-huh. I just pulled up from the Athletic. Oh, the uh, FCI. Yeah, the FCI. <laughs> uh, member FEIC. Um, but anywho, uh, fan cost index is basically the cost. The average cost would be for a family for to go to watch an NHL game that includes the tickets that includes you buy uh, souvenirs. And of course, your your you know, your libations, your food while you're there and parking. How the blah, fuck blah, blah. am I supposed to find three more people? Anyway, <laughs> it's average. Anyway, as I said, Maple Leafs, this is a six hundred and ninety seven dollars and seventy five cents. That's American, by the way. All prices U.S. So it's much more than that here in Canada. But six ninety seven seventy five. How much do you think it is for the Arizona Coyotes? Now you know they're dead last because I said they were. How much do you think that fan cost index to go to watch the Arizona Coyotes this for season? The family of four. How much? Ba- it cost? Yeah. Two thirty seven. Mm. Johnny, that's uh, that's pretty good right there. Because I was, I was looking in that like. 215 range mark <clears throat> the cheapest the cheapest ticket for a half season there was 80 dollars. that's for the new arena. and right off that's the for bat, the new arena that's that's for the new oh, arena though. you're talking old i'm arena. talking this season gotcha okay sorry my bad uh let's see we should have just let you go i'll go 180 then johnny's the closest hey there we go 31470 well then that means scotty's the closest no, you said two fifty, didn't you? I said two fifteen. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad, Scotty. Sorry, sorry. I'm wow, so it's still a, still over three hundred dollars for the huh? last place team. Yep. Yikes! Yep. Yikes! Interesting. Yeah. There you go. Um, what else do we have for you? Hockey's an expensive sport. Really? Is. Damn right it is. And Not even to just yeah. play. Yeah, to go and watch. It's it's going to start, I'll tell you. And this is what I'm going to be interested to see going into next season because uh, the way the economics are in North America right now, the whole economic thing with your inflation and all that, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how many uh, people are willing to shell out for those uh, expensive season tickets and uh, even just to go for, you know, as a one-off just to go to a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're pricing themselves out of the market of most uh, working class, middle class. Yeah, inflation's going up. Nothing else is going up. It's just inflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Interest rates are going up, too. Oh, good. That's fucking great. I didn't want to own a house in my lifetime. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, World Juniors happened this summer, Lyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Without I'm, Russia. I beg you this question. Yes. Should it happen? Should this be the thing? Like, should we just not have it in the summer all the time now? I would love it if it was some, to have the. No, no, no. You got to have the World Juniors at Christmas, man. It's, nah, a, it's the Christmas tradition. Nah, Listen, I don't care about your goddamn me? bullshit. I don't, Excuse I, me? I'm, a, I'm half Canadian. I can say that. Fuck Canada. Um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you you're half Canada. That's your, I'm ignoring your American half and saying that right now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, but yeah. honestly, what happened, Mark? What'd you do? The dog just peed on the floor. Oh, the microcosm of our show. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's saying, piss on this. I'm out of here. But no, I think it's great. I think then you don't have junior teams losing players. You could kick off the junior season like two weeks after that. Since I don't know. I don't know. But but hockey in the summer, you know, especially world juniors, it, it's it. I mean, there's there's a reason why they 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 do things like the World Cup and why they used to do the Canada Cup in September, because at least that was during training camp and it was close to hockey season, because if you tried to do it earlier, even most people are going eh, like there, there's a reason why the uh, 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs were among the lowest watched in terms of ratings in years and years because it was summertime and nobody was fucking interested in watching hockey in the middle of summer Mm -hmm. i mean i was because it was my job and i love the love the sport of course but you know even i was found it difficult to get to get into it because it was hockey and wearing shorts yeah you want to be outside man you don't want to be sitting inside watching 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 hockey on your deck when it's 90 degrees yeah exactly the only ice I wanted to see was in my drink. Hey yo. Hey yo. Uh, M. A. Flurry said he's not ready to retire yet. Going that or should he be? Route. No, he shouldn't. He, he shouldn't. He's still playing pretty well. You know, he's looking at least one more season. I think he's got probably one more good season left in him. That whole thing with Chicago. He actually didn't play too badly in Chicago, considering the team in front of him. He put up respectable stats there. And now he goes to a to to a good team in Minnesota, and you can you I look at his numbers there and go. Man, yeah, he would have had pretty good numbers all season long if he'd played for the Wild all season long. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes, though. I don't think he'd be back with the Wild because they can't afford him. No. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Pittsburgh reunion. Reunion with the Penguins. He takes a cut rate deal to go to go back and bring the whole career full circle. Penguins need a goalie. Yeah. Uh, new bit. New bit. There we go. Penguins need a goalie. Tristan Jari not doing it for you, Lyle? Tristan Jari is—he's—he's he's an enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in a soft toffee coating, draft wrapped in confusion, because he played really—he re- was listen. The, the so first, Jeff Hardy, the first, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but he was playing really well. But the last couple of months, I don't know, man. He just—he he doesn't seem to be to be able to 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 handle the heavy workload of a starter. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and Casey DeSmith, I mean, he's God bless him. He's doing the best he can. But um, I, I think if they if they're entertaining any any more thoughts after this season of, OK, let's see if we can make one more last geriatric run for the cup with this with this bunch. Let's see if we can be the 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 Toronto Maple Leafs of 1967 over the hill gang Two electric boogaloo. That's what we'll call it. Only we'll be in Pittsburgh. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. That we've won a cup that. millennia. Yeah. Um, currently the Penguins sit at 50 million for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to try and, and keep Malkin and, I was say, and Malkin's up. And, Brian Rust up. Um, the thinking, the thinking out of Pittsburgh is, is that Rust they'll, they'll let Russ go and try to, to, to keep, uh, Latang <laughs> and Malkin because they want all those, those two with Crosby to finish their careers together. Cause Crosby's got three more years left on his deal. 
So they would like to try and keep that kind of keep the band together for three more years, even though it's going to wind up costing them a guy like like Brian Rust. I don't know if that's possible because Chris Letang is saying, hey, not only am I playing well this season, which he is, I don't think I should be taking a pay cut. In fact, I think I should get a raise. This is a guy's making over seven mil already. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's thirty four. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 you're not. You're not getting a raise, Chris. You know, if you want to stay in Pittsburgh, finish your career there in the Steel City, you're going to take a pay cut and you'll be happy to take it. He's set a career high in assist. Yep. And he is only four points away from tying a career high in points. But who's going to who is going to pay not just seven mil, but eight mil a season, if that's what he's thinking. For a 34 year old defenseman who. Listen, yeah, you you playing well, good on him. But how much longer can he keep doing that? Because as we all know, when when a player, when players, especially elite players, or those who've been near that upper echelon a long time, when they when when the end comes, it comes fast. Yeah. That level of talent drops real quick. So, do you really want to be stuck with that kind of an investment? That's why I'm not putting any stock in any of this talk about, oh, he'll sign with the Montreal Canadiens because his former agent, Ken Hughes, is the general manager there. Yeah, that's nice. And I'm sure Ken will offer him a nice like two-year deal worth well below what he's making right now because the Canadians don't have a lot of cap space. And uh, then it'll be like, ah, no, I think I'll stay in Pittsburgh. So that's why I think he's staying in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also the uh, Anaheim Ducks had to put out a... Uh... A, a press release about Trevor Zegers reminding people that he respects the game. Oh my God. Price oh, it. thank you for reminding me of that because God, I hate fun that test. is such a, you know, I'm with you, Scotty. I'll be glad when the fucking dinosaurs that are still roaming around this game are finally pushed out and are gone. So we can enjoy, you know, this, you know, the, the latest wave of young talent who are actually making the game better. Mm-hmm. Guys like Trevor Zeger, these are guys you come to pay money to see, okay? You know, we at least eight hundred dollars a season. Yeah, exactly. But you know, when you go to watch, you go to watch a Capitals game. You're you're there to watch your best players. You're there to watch Ovechkin. You're there to see Kuznetsov. You're there to see Carlson. Okay, you're not there to see some plugger who, oh yeah, he's a strong defensive guy. Oh, he's a meat and potatoes guy, a glue guy. Nobody gives a shit. Good on him. Yes. Yes. Hey, we cheer for him, too. Yes, of course. Good guy. But yeah, the guys that are cheering for for that, you know, third or fourth line checking guy who's your glue guy and all that. They're the ones wearing Ovechkin sweaters. OK, so never forget who's bring, brought you to the game and who, you, who they are there really to see and enjoy. All right. And that's Can't not be to belittle support supporting players. They deserve to be there. But come on. We don't want to see these guys clutching and grabbing and, and obstructing the, the game's best players, right? And and to, to see people get pissed off because, oh, he's beating him with the, the crash style goal. What, you think he just invented that? It's called the Michigan for a reason because it was invented in Michigan hockey. Sidney Crosby was doing that in, in junior for frig's sake. Okay, he was doing that 18 years ago. And Don Cherry, back when he was still a thing, got on, speaking of dinosaurs, got in on his high horse and he showed a clip of that. And he says, he basically said that if he tries to do that in the NHL, somebody will take his head off. And he stopped doing that because, of course, it was like, you got to play the game the right way. Well, I thought the whole object of the game was to score goals. That's the whole object of the game. Okay, so, yeah, I you know, we've got like, look at this year. My God, scoring is up for the first time 
in what 17 years just or, just look at last weekend yeah. <laughs> last weekend <laughs> it was See? ridiculous but it is scoring up we've we've got we've got what three guys that are 50 goal scorers already we could have three more we've we've already we're probably going to end up with seven or eight guys with 100 points by the time the season's over that's great for the game you know, 100-point scores and 50-goal scores shouldn't be one or two guys a year. Oh, they're so scarce. No, it's, we should be seeing these skill guys doing their job. Not saying, oh, we should we should go back to the 1980s when defense was an afterthought and goaltending was just ridiculous. No, but, you know, these guys have evolved how they play the game, and they've made it exciting and worth watching, you know? So... Hey, I want to see as many of these skill guys scoring. Look, if they could score these across goals, good on them. That's skill. That ain't easy to do. So good on them if they can do it. I mean, this is the, the, the people, the, the, the type of people bitching about the, the Michigan goal. These are the same. These would have been the same type of people that 60, 70 years ago would have been bitching about the slap shot. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. That the, the evolution of this happens free more frequent than people realize because. Yeah. I mean, the, the curvature of the stick happened because yep. Yep. of wrist shots, right? Or trying to trying to be more accurate with shots, mm-hmm. right? So people started using curved six sticks to do that. And then the slap shot, as you mentioned. I mean, there there have been these evolutions yeah. of the game. I mean, yeah. it, it's going to be a big joke, but blocking shots with shin pads. That was something that didn't happen until the shin pads got good enough that defensemen were willing to stand in front of shots. And that yeah. changed that changed how people, you know, toe drags wouldn't have existed if defensemen weren't willing to get in, in the way of shots mm-hmm. like that. And now yeah. you see toe drags, which are some of the, you know, depending on how good the, the, the skill move is, can be some of the prettiest goals that you see. Yeah, forwards but, toe dragging around defensemen. You don't see that kind of stuff if yeah. defensemen aren't getting in the way of the original shot. But yet you're seeing these guys saying, "Oh, he's a hot dog. They're hot dog," and it's just like, no, they're not. They're using their skill to score goals. They're right. not disrespecting the game. I mean, for frig's sake, the biggest revolution in the game, and I'm fortunate enough to have been alive to see it, was Bobby Orr because. Before Bobby Orr came into the game, defensemen rarely rushed the puck. They rarely joined the rush. Okay. You know, that was, you know, unheard of. It was like you could advance the puck so far, but then you pass it up to your forwards and then you hang back. Yeah. You you couldn't go past center line. Yeah. Yeah. Like the goalies. Yeah. And if you were that, and if the puck was down in their zone, especially on a power play, you stayed up at your point. There was no cycling around and the forwards, you know, dropping back and the defenseman decided to move in with the puck. No, no, none of that. Bobby Orr changed the way the game was played for the better. But yet, even back when he started up, people were saying, what's this kid think he's doing? You know, (laughs) that's the forward. No, but they did. They were like, I can imagine. What's he doing? Pass the puck. What's this guy doing? I'm trying to bring a puck up on a red line. And he coached him, and he loved him. <laughs> well, so I mean, the equipment has evolved based on the skill set. You know, wrist shots, curved sticks, shin pads, as I mentioned, all of that. So I mean, as more players try to do this, Michigan, is there going to be you know, are are are, are, are they going to use like double sided tape on their sticks to try and get the puck to stick a little? Like I don't know. I'm just uh, there's going no, to be something be- where they keep they they try to do this with an equipment modification 
to make it more part of the game, in my opinion. I don't, uh, maybe, maybe. I don't maybe not, the the reason that Michigan became such a thing in the first place was because of the butterfly style of goaltending. Yes. Because goalies were taking away the bottom of the net, you know. So where was the – and, of course, because equi- the goalie equipment was getting larger and goaltenders, too, were getting taller and bigger, you know. Um, where were the only pla- where was the only place really that you can put the shot? You got to go high now in order to do it. That's why you're seeing like you think about it. 15 years ago, most goals are being scored low along the ice. A lot of them still are today, but I would su- I would suggest but I would suggest you see a lot more goals being scored, you know, around shoulder high now because they practice that. The kids have mm-hmm. practiced that. They've gotten used to being able to get those high shots off quickly and do it through traffic, do it when they're being, you know, chased down by defensemen. They whip that puck quick and it's going yeah. high. And that's and that's where I think that, and that's where the Michigan came from. And you wouldn't be able to to have shots like that without a curved stick. If they, they were still playing with flat yeah. sticks, it would be oh, yeah, very, absolutely. very hard to get the puck off the ice. Yeah. yeah. Back to flat sticks. Yeah. Flat sticks forever. <laughs> But if you go to flat sticks, you're going to start seeing a lot more backhand goals because yep. that was the thing with the curve stick. Oh, it took no. away a lot of backhand goals. The backhander, back until they started using curve sticks, used like Rocket Richard. One of the things they said about him in his prime, a lot of the goals he scored on the backhand. He was mm-hmm. as deadly on the backhand as he was on the forehand. But that kind of went away. Now there were have been some players uh, in the modern game or up until like 30 years ago that that either use little or no curve on their stick. Like like Doug Gilmore was a perfect example. He hardly had any curve to his stick at all. Hardly any. And a lot of the goals he scored were on the back end. But that was rare because most players preferred having the curve in their stick. So as as you said, Mark, to be able to better control that shot and placement and 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 you know. So that's the way that that evolved and changed too. And the Michigan is is part of it. But you know, for people to sit down and and say that Trevor Seegers is hot dogging or he shouldn't do that, God no, kid, keep doing it. Yeah. You know, keep doing it. Be creative. Find creative ways to score goals that are within the rules because there's because there's nothing Bingo. in the rule book that says you can't do that. If, if it's not in the rule, it's a, this goes back to the conversation we had about Ovechkin on the power play last week or two weeks mm-hmm. ago or whatever it was, right? There's no rule against it. If if you have a problem with it, then stop him. You're yeah. professionals. Yeah. You should be able to stop him. If you have yeah. an issue with it, then then do it on the ice. Stop well, it on the ice. That's and what then I, it's, yeah. it's what I said at the time, Mark, when this whole thing came down, you know, when 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 uh, the the uh, Coyotes took offense and, you know, one of them wound up beating the piss out of Troy Terry for no good reason. Oh, Jay Beagle doing that. Yeah. yeah, way to go. Yeah, that was brilliant. Tough guy. But anyway, um, you know. But people sitting then you had Tyson Nash, the Coyotes, like, you know, color commentator, you know, basically, you know, chiding the Ducks for for doing that, saying, well, if you're going to do that, if you're going to skill it up, this is what's going to happen. Hey, if you if you're if you are getting beaten by by a team that is better skilled than you, what does that say about you as a team? What does it say about your coaching? You don't want to be embarrassed or humiliated by this. Play better. Yeah. Play better. Okay? It's I mean, that would simple. come from Tyson Nash. <laughs> Jesus, play better for God's sake. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's just so stupid. And I, as I said, Scotty, I'm with you. I'll be glad when a lot of these dinosaurs are out of well, the game. So yeah. I enjoy this. I'm very happy that Reverend Zegers still respects the game. 
Let's get let's yeah. Get all so Trevor Zegers, by the way, like I, I, like I've never met the kid, but just with, with the, his interviews and is when he's when he pops on Twitter now and again, like I like this kid. He's got a great sense of humor, self-deprecating. He doesn't take himself too seriously, you know. Like I I hope he never loses that because he'll very quickly become one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you get a really cool Trevor Zegers card recently, Scotty? Did, buddy. Well, it's, Did these, uh, it's these posterizing moments that are going to thrive in the NFT market, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost really, too It's bad really that... the future. It's really the future. There I mean, it's are. too bad. I, there is such there a, we are. There, oh, yeah, that thing's awesome. Yeah. It's too bad the NBA had such an asshole like Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. who was just dunking on people and oh. sticking his tongue out. Oh. Like, God, what a dick. There you go. That's a good one. Imagine, imagine. So, I'm obviously we're obviously not basketball guys. We covered that earlier in the show, but like yeah, the, fade, the fadeaway, the fadeaway jumper had to have been one of these situations. It's like, who's this dick? Yeah, that's not jumping straight up in the air when he takes a jump shot. See here, rattles around the peach basket. We can't get it down. It's just lost in there because lost force. Triple force, ladies and gentlemen. Who's this idiot? Who's who's this jag off doing this hitting the three pointers all the time? What the frig's up with that? He's see, too far see, away from the basket. How can it go in? Only, only, <laughs> the only, only pussies go for three pointers because they they won't drive to the basket. Real basketball men. <laughs> that was the best the part basket. was that Jordan was hitting three pointers before the three point line existed oh, in college. Christ. Larry Larry Bird was doing that for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. This scoring getting out of hand. It was fifty four to seventy two. I don't understand it. Usually these games are 24-5. Speaking, and, <laughs> and speaking, speaking of dunking, and speaking of dunking, and yes, all respect to Michael Jordan. Come on, Dr. J. Dr. Julius J. Irving, man. Oh, Doc, the, the, the doc that was in, baby. He was I the mean, innovator. Watching some old videos of Dr. J, like, he didn't jump. He just floated. He was fantastic. My I God. said, I was, again, lucky enough to be old enough to have seen him play in his pride. He, because he came from the ABA when they merged with the, with the National Basketball Association. But he brought, like, like, playground basketball to the NBA. He was one of those innovators that did that, and especially with oh, the Oh, he dunk. definitely disrespected oh. the game then. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Heaven forbid you have that freestyle of playground. But that was the great thing about yeah. the ABA because they let their players freestyle. Do what you got to do. You know, we got to get yeah, butts Yeah, that's disrespectful. Do what you got to do. It was great for the game. Great for the game. I mean, that's hockey should have a second league that these te- these guys play in. I used to love in. basketball. <laughs> and one. guys. I used to love watching basketball in the 70s and 80s and in the early 90s, but uh, I've, I've kind of fallen out of love with it in the, the last three, 10 The three ice hockey league coming this summer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, nice. Hey, how about a little, little – I picked up three packs of upper deck. Sure, let's, 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 let's yeah, do let's this. From this past season. Let's do this thing. This past season? Okay. How about so, how about, how about, how about we're looking at this is this is twenty this is twenty twenty one twenty twenty two series one so these are stats based on last, last season. season. <laughs> Make it like harder and harder to open these fucking packs every single time. Yeah. So, just ripping it open. Come on, come on, rip doggy. Oh, here we go. All right, first card, right here. Um, this guy is from Toronto, Ontario. Shoots left-handed. Played for the Lightning and Panthers. Won a Stanley Cup with the Lightning in twenty twenty. And completed his second NHL hat trick in March of 2021. Who do you got, Mark? <laughs> We've lost Mark. I think he's frozen. All right, Johnny, who do we got? Let it go. 
<laughs> um, God, I have no idea. Uh, uh, I yeah, I don't know who. Lyle, Carter Verhage. Carter Verhage on the board. Wow. Yes. Look at him go. There you go. There you go. Skype, Skype decided apparently that I needed to take an update in the middle of the show. Ah. <laughs> Do that. Uh, well, you, the, the, listen. Your frozen photo looks, still looks very good. It looks very professional. It does. Does it not? Ha- it doesn't have me. Am I on video now, or am I still frozen? Maybe you're still frozen, but but it, it again, it looks very professional. Okay. Seriously. Roger that. Seriously. Oh, there you go. You're back now. Right. Okay. Uh, no, you're not. All right. This guy's from Ottawa, Ontario. He played for the Senators and the Islanders. I uh, got his hundredth career point in uh, March of 2021. Mark, who is this guy? Dude, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I do know this person, but I, none of these people come to mind for me. I, I'm sorry. Johnny. I'm going to pass. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt Martin. No. Lyle? Uh, I think this is, I'm going to be wrong with this, but um, Jean-Gabriel Pajot. JG Pajot. Yes. 100th career oh, point. Wow. Yeah. In 2020, I feel like he had way more than that. I yeah, I thought oh, he had sorry, like almost 100 goal. points in one. Wait, hold on a second, season. 100, 100 career goal, but would that have mattered to you? There you yeah, go, 100 probably. career goal. That that's more like it. I was gonna say what 100? Yeah, I'm, I would no, have been Mark on that. Wait a minute, 100 career point? I mean, I know JG Pajot, but he had like 80 points one season, didn't he? I, I guess I don't know. Uh, it's guy. on the card. <laughs> Look at the card. <laughs> Gone now. I stop caring. Um, from West Vancouver, British Columbia, this left-handed shot defenseman has played all his career with the Toronto Maple Leafs and was the leader of uh, in assists for Blue Liners in the 2020-21 season with 30. Mark, who do you got? Jake Muzzin. No. Uh, close. Not really. Uh, close that they're on the same team. Johnny. Um... John Tavares. <laughs> Defenseman. <laughs> he can play defense. You've seen him. Really? He does he? everything on that fucking team. He drives <laughs> he Zamboni if he needs to. Oh, and yeah. he the plays in the fucking greats. Lyle. Uh, Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley. <laughs> By the this, way, don't. don't, don't this is don't, how bad it is, is I had no idea who plays defense for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Don't, don't inhale. And, and hey, don't inhale uh, Zamboni chemicals. Yeah. Oh, no. I saw that. Yeah, I, I love that somebody came back and said, hey, uh, Zamboni Chemicals' first album was great, but they kind of got out there after a while. And I was, and I was, all I could think of was you guys. I'm just like, that's that's such a great fit. I, re- I replied, yeah, I love their first album too. But once they started doing that country prog rock jazz mashup, that's where they lost me. So, yeah. uh, this right-handed shot defender went from St. Louis, now in Vegas, uh, set up two overtime winners, March 5th and May 1st. Um and uh, he scored uh, he scored a game winning goal May fifth and triumph over the wild. Mark, who do you got? Alex Petrangelo. And he's a dad. Yeah, let's yeah. go. And it's dazzling. dazzling. Look at that. Dazzling. Dazzling. That was the only person I knew as well. Yeah, that was, uh, I was going for it too. This guy's played uh, all his career with the Panthers. Set Whoa. career highs while leading the Florida Blue Liners with thirty assists and thirty six points last season. And capped a four-point night April 24th by assisting on the OT winner against the Hurricanes. Johnny, name this defenseman for the Panthers. Um, uh, that's not right, but I'm just going to have to say it. Uh, Jay Boone. 
For some reason, Matthias Ekholm came into my <laughs> nope. head. Close. Uh, Lyle. I'm going to uh, say Aaron Ekblad. Yep. Uh, Mark? That's what I was going to say. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see my I would see my guest a lot. Mackenzie wow. Weger. Mackenzie Weger. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a tricky one. Yeah. The other guy. The other guy. <laughs> uh, this right-handed shot defenseman's played all his career with the Islanders. Uh, he scored his first uh, game, first goal of the 2020-21 season uh, in a uh, overtime winner against the vaunted Rangers, the rival Rangers. In April 11th. Name this defenseman from Dolphin, Manitoba, Johnny. Right-handed defenseman for the Islanders. Sir. Um, mm, uh, uh, Sean Leahy. Uh, incorrect. Uh, Lyle. He is an Islander. It's either it's either Adam Pellich or Ryan Pulak. Um... Ryan Pulak? There he is. Ah. Oh, good job. Go. Good thing you got that, because I was going to go with Mark Strait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's left-handed. Yeah. This guy, this guy does everything. Johnny? Um, John Tavares. John Tavares. There right it there. is. <laughs> hey. I was there like, I know I just said this like 35 <laughs> seconds ago. <Yeah. laughs> there we go. We've done My it. brain. All right. Pack of eight cards, not like the fat boys last week. We had 28. But mm. here we are. Here we are. I was going to buy one of those tiny boxes at uh, Target. I went to Target yeah. uh, yesterday, I believe. But I ended up with a, a new Lego uh, Lotus instead. Sick. I, I, bought, I got something. Uh, I got the knockoff Oyo ring. There you uh, go. They used for parts. Um, mm-hmm. So, And then oh. I have two, three more Oyos in the mail that... Uh, for promotional only that I found on. Ooh, that's awesome. I like the promotional only. Bacardi is the place to go, baby. Bacardi? McCarty. Not Bacardi. It sounds good. But is that like an offshoot? Like, yeah. It's an offshoot eBay. Offshoot eBay. (laughs) It's the dark web eBay. Oh, don't be racist. Lyle, (laughs) we've had a great time. Uh, (laughs) How is it already? 9-11. Hey, 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 easy. Wait, too, soon, too, soon. <laughs> too soon. Tragedy. Too soon. God. Too soon. Come on. <laughs> we don't do that last week or the week before. Too. Of it every day. <laughs> you don't hear me talk about Pearl Harbor, do you? <laughs> hey, oh, Lyle. Oh. oh. That's why, because it's too soon. That's very soon. Did you have me mentioning the Titanic lately? No. Because no. of no. you are. 110 no. years is still too soon. Oh, no. no. Like the Hindenburg. Oh, oh it's the humanity. Oh, yeah. At least they burned up quickly. Hey. What? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> You know, and then the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, take me out. Come oh, on, they wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was by uh, that was by the Zamboni Chemicals. Yeah, exactly. By Zamboni, Zamboni Chemicals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, Lyle. Have a fun week, and we'll talk to you. Uh, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> next week on Administrative <laughs> Professionals Day. <laughs> take care. <laughs> See you, Lyle. Lyle Richardson, SpectresHockey.net at Spectres Hockey. All right, that's your second 9-11 joke within the month. I think we've <laughs> what, the they're, neither one of them were meant to be jokes until you guys took it too far. 
which you are one to do. Yes. <laughs> when has that ever happened before? That, that ever um, Johnny. <coughs> shout out. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to the Black Bears. Uh, um, it was a good year. It was a fun year. It was a fun year. I'm going to put it that way. Uh, I got to uh, got to take some away trips this season. Um, I'm sad that hockey is over. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, shout out Black Bears. Uh, shout out to the uh, aged out players. I, I I find it interesting that that's what they call them. Um, overage players because they're over the age, but what uh, age out, I guess, is the correct nomenclature. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I'll give a shout out to them as they move on to college. There's seven of them. That's a fucking lot. Such, um, yeah. Now I have just, I'll give a shout out to too much free time or dis. Take mm-hmm. that as whatever way you, you want to, but. Without uh, going to hockey games on Friday and Saturday, I uh, will be sitting on my couch a lot, apparently. Um, give a shout out to uh, Mark and Brittany. We went down to their house for uh, the Easter. The uh, kids were running around. Ginger was running around. Uh, I mean, all in all, good times. Head by all. <laughs> Start contrast to your... You know, not my doing things on Friday nights. That's true. That was a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I had to take a nap when I got home. So tired. <laughs> uh, I give a shout out to uh, Scotty and Jen uh, for for sleeping in a twin size bed for a week. <laughs> was it the water bed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. True story. Good times. Yeah. Time. The water bed was actually the Zamboni Chemicals third album, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, not heard as much, really. No, uh, but you know, got the job done still, nonetheless. But those will be all my, all my shout outs. I, I give a shout out to uh, fixing the studio so that there's only one chair again as well. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mark, with AC. Um, you have AC. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, today was a hot one. Not really. Um, I don't know. Shout out the. I'll just shout out the beer that I was drinking tonight. Um, John had one of these. It's called Oh Bother by Adroit Theory. I don't right understand there. why Pooh Bear is uh, is all black. Is a zombie? I don't know. I don't know either. It's Adroit Theory, so they do crazy shit. Johnny, it's in your head. In your head. In your head. <sighs> So, uh, yeah. Shout out to the cranberries. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Uh, shout out to Johnny for uh, letting us hang out there and encroach his workspace uh, for a bit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, hockey cards. Added to my collection for Maryland players. So I was happy about that. I got my Bryce Montgomery uh, card. Oh, you'll have more, too, as soon as I see other people. Oh, that's right. Once Holly hangs yeah. out. Um, <laughs> to the knockoff OYO ring. That I have parts for now. Um, and then the OYO that I have in my mailbox. It's going to be wonderful. And yeah, I think that's about uh, about it. So for Johnny P. Mark of the Stamps, Scotty Waz, take care of yourself and someone else. It's been the Face Off Hockey Show. 
on the Facebook Hockey Show, Media Faction, and PodcastMonsters.com. I swear, something's going to go up there soon enough. Um, you can check us out on all the social, FOHS Radio on all of it, and uh, Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Good times had by all. Uh, you guys enjoy yourselves. Have a great weekend or week or whatever the hell you're going to have. Um, and then we'll talk to you again next time. Peace.